0: It's good to hear that baseball music again, even if it's on Fox and that means that we got a Joe Buck. uh, It's still we're we're mere hours away from first pitch tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how many nationals are going to be joining us, but that's their problem because we're all getting vaccinated up here, bitch. Uh, Good to be back with the pod going. I I got a threesome uh, joining me that makes us a uh four, maybe a baseball orgy if you will. Uh ants on the phone. What's that? We got Joel the commissioner. Hello. And uh Mr. Smellis himself, the runner-up, Mr. uh oh, uh, who is the guy that ruined it for you last year? Who's Sergio the... Romo Sergio freaking Romo? Sergio <laughs> Love that guy. Might buy his jersey with your uh, with your baseball fees. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to get to. I think we're gonna. Uh, we got a poem. We got uh, Joel reviewed some of the preseason trades. Uh, it was great to be able to trade draft picks, but I think that we might have been a little over anxious. And really, I. I Looking at the teams, it didn't really stick out too much that anybody screwed themselves. But I think there was some trading for the sake of trading and just having, um, you know, getting the season going. And I think that uh, in rear view, some people, people might have wanted those trades back. Uh, and then we're going to review all your teams. Um, obviously, we're going to say that the four on the phone have the best teams. And I'd also like to point out that we are the only four in the league that have titles. Oh wow! Nice. <laughs> so you know, not that, <laughs> that I wanted to Podcast be officially the title club or Not you know, that I. Uh... Because, yeah, championship dinner tonight. The four, the right, four yeah. horsemen. Uh, so without further ado, Dustin uh, has a poem he would like to recite for us.
1: I do, I do. It just wouldn't feel. I uh, I started writing some of these things for uh, the uh, review of the teeth. It just didn't feel right without a couple rhymes and I noticed I was being way too nice and that is not me I prefer to be a dick so uh, yeah I, w- I went my um, easy route one with the poem I don't usually read them out loud so we'll see how it goes <laughs> you, uh, you want
0: to hear it? yeah absolutely yeah.
1: okay here goes nothing first poem of the year I'm such a good manager I should be awarded an ESPY But instead, when it came time to sack up, I lost to one testy. So congrats to Dave, as he's the official trophy holder. Now on to someone who's even older. It's no surprise that in 2020, Wally swung and missed. His team was so shitty, Shooter McGavin ate it for breakfast. Perhaps it is the way he was raised, because Zach sucks too. Their teams have been so bad, and apologies overdue. With a big train when he made a splash early, unfortunately for him, it turned into a swirly. Don't take it too hard and don't shed a tear. As the only qualifier, you won Rookie of the Year. Out of the gate, Sam's team stood broad. All the way to number one, he clawed. For a period, he looked like a fantasy god. But just when people felt the need to applaud, something happened that wasn't odd. In Sam fashion, His success thought It wasn't long before his team was buried six feet under sod. Like Elizabeth Holmes, he proved nothing but a fraud. What else would you expect from a manager so flawed? (laughs) Joel missed the championship, which is really too bad. We bullied him so much he had to bring in his dad. Now he is in panic mode for an offensive swap. I say we hold the line like this is GameStop. But still, Cole, Beads, and NOLA is hard to negatively critique. But I sure hope it blows up in his face like a lit gas leak. It will be interesting to see if Art fights for contention. Either way, his ability to trade should have everyone's attention. His basketball team is 27 games out, which won't get it done. His team is a disappointing loser, just like his son. <laughs> and then there's Damer, a guy whose jokes couldn't be any lamer. He'll never be mistaken for a Hall of Famer. He's so bad at baseball, he should come with a disclaimer. The fact that I hate Nets is not propaganda from the bottom of my heart. I can't stand you. To make matters worse, he ended up drafting my favorite player for my original draft position, proving I'm as bad of a traitor as I am an electrician. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if you did it on purpose. I hope you go underwater and never resurface. I'm not such a role I even want to roast myself. You're a terrible father and you look like an elf. You're ugly and a terrible speller. You have the fantasy foresight of Helen Kelly. You make everyone miserable and leave your wife unsatisfied. If I wasn't you, I'd commit suicide. (laughs) Everything I say is obviously a friendly poke, except for It's being like Dogecoin. Just a joke. In the past, Adam drafted a team and never checked it. I've wondered before if he's downright neglected. He's a legal G, but has never affected He pays into the prize pool, but doesn't collect it. However, the joke was on us because we'd never expect it. His PN was dead, but he took it upon himself to resurrect it. He logged in, won the league, and God damn it, I respect it. It was so great because who would suspect it? Adam is champion, and who are we to reject it? It is he that wears the belt. Can't he protect it? Even for his standards, this may have been Maddie's worst draft yet. It's certainly one you'd like to forget. He couldn't log on. Then he drafted Colton Wong. He followed that up by Gerson Profar. It looks like this team's not gonna go far. His whole team belongs in garbage disposal. The only thing worse is his trade proposals. I kid. It's Nito, you got you I can't talk smack about Karinchak. McNeil could be a steal, and I shouted epithets when you drafted that. In fact, nothing should be taken serious about what I wrote. So let's have
0: a good season, That this leads the GOAT. Man, that was fantastic. Snap those fingers. Snap those oh. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I caught I... myself on mute. That, <laughs> that that was unbelievable. That was way that was I, great. Now, I, I do have one question, though. Um, okay. Now, before we got on the hot mic here, you were on your phone and you didn't have anything to look at. So, did you write this down, like handwrite this? I
1: did. Yeah, I didn't have. I lost power uh, Monday night. Did it Monday night? Had nothing else to do. Sat there with like a uh, uh, propane uh, lighter. Yeah, what do you what do you call it? A uh, a lantern, kerosene lantern.
0: What did your What was your neglected pregnant wife doing? I, Chiseled myself a little pencil and and went to work. And Kathy just ignored you? Either way, tremendous, tremendous work there. Um, I I hope that everybody that ignores the league page, you know, I, I admit I just type in my team name into the browser. So I don't generally see the league page too much. Unless I go, I'll check out recent activity to see if there's any, uh, see any, ad drops that I'm interested in. Um, so yeah, especially this time of year,
1: a lot of activity. Mission, still some decent names out there. I'm surprised they're uh, they just still out
0: there. Well, I think a lot of people are waiting for players to get put on the injured list too. Um, yep. Cause yep, that's the thing. You you sit there with the day to day, and you can't, you have a dead spot the night before opening day, and that's not where you want to be it's like it's like being a massage therapist at Deshaun Watson's house that that Uh, ain't it women are coming out of the woodwork huh well I I read earlier that uh, like 18 women have come out to defend him it's like so is that how we defend things nowadays like if he you know sexually assaulted 19 women is the counter to that you find 19 women that are like nah he's alright and you're like Okay. That, that seems like even-steven to me. Is that what... I need to start. <laughs> That's a tough defense. It's a tough defense. Um, so, uh, after that tremendous poem, good luck. Good luck, Joel. And, uh, you know, trying not to put the people to sleep. I, I, Our opening comedian, he really got the crowd riled up. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you got for us. Uh, what Joel told me he did was all of those aforementioned trades that we made with the draft picks. He's going to put some uh, names to those picks and really make you feel bad about making the deal. Uh, so without further ado, the reluctant commissioner himself, Joel. 2 and 10. I I think if I tried to ask you for Acuna, it it would cost me a pretty penny.
1: I it, I, was, I, I honestly thought there was no chance that Yelich would be there. And That's why I mean in my rankings he was uh, six six or seven. I guess I probably might take DeRoma over him, but
0: 7th at the latest. And I
1: figured nine ten there's no way Yelich is gonna be there. What was he doing there at ten?
0: Well, let me give you my draft thinking all along, right? Because I obviously traded down twice. So initially getting one of the top five, you know, great spot to be in. But as I've said many times, I feel like there's like 17 first round values. And then 18 to like 33 was just did not say second or even third round to me. So I didn't want that second pick to fall in that or even second and third if I was if I take picked out the two spot, so I convinced myself that I was going to take one of the elite pitchers, like all the uh, you know so-called experts are saying, you know first round hammer it, grab that ace, and you'll really be set up. This is the year to do it. So I trade down to the ten. I got locked in whether um, I'm going to take Degrom or Bieber, and then I was like uh, last weekend, two weekends ago, the weekend before the draft. Um, Maddie came down on Friday because he had an eye appointment and I'm sitting there talking baseball with him and I was like, you know, this league's mainly hitting and it, you know they they never go pitcher and you know pitcher drops and it's just never gonna happen. And then the next day,, uh, we actually went up to the halls uh, to Wally's house and I was talking with those guys and going, yeah, you got to go hitting early here because pitching drops and no one's going to hammer a pitcher early and all this. And I convinced myself that pay- taking a picture at 10 was now going to be the wrong way to do it. So if I was going to take a hitter, then I might as well trade down to that 16 spot that I didn't mind because I had the top 16 similarly ranked. So that's how I got out of the 10 spot as well. And I had Trey Turner and Bryce Harper locked up. I thought for sure that they were not going anywhere. No chance. No way, no how. And Damer went with Turner at like 7 or 8, I think. I don't know. 9. And then... Uh, yeah, because I have the draft recap right in front of me, believe it or not. And uh, and then my alter ego, Adam, scoops up Bryce Harper. I had... I. I thought he had a Cody Bellinger tattoo. Like, I thought that that dude was locked in right there. And, you know, that was the beginning of unraveling getting any of my guys early. Now that I've made this whole thing about myself, Joel, back to your trades. All
1: right. Anything else you want to say about that one, Dustin? I was just going to say, you really stuck your guns there. I'm sticking to hitters. I was looking at your team. You didn't pick a hitter, I mean, a pitcher until, like,
0: round 11? You know, sometimes you just gotta stick to it, man. whatever you believe.
2: But it's funny because the reason that I traded up to ten was the same reason that Dave was gonna stay there. I was, I was like, oh, Beaver's gonna fall, and I was set on taking Beaver.
0: And Um, how that turned out. I had. I'm glad you said that because I felt all along like I traded from the eleven to the eight for no reason. So I'm glad to hear that you would have taken Beaver at. Uh, yeah, definitely. I offered Ants a uh, handshake deal too, that said, um, if Bieber is not there at ten, then we won't trade down. But yeah, just saying. Just I was, you know, I was tried to be the nice guy out of the bunch here. I mean, I um, don't. I'm not so, complaining that I got
1: Yelich either. Yeah. No, I was gonna say. So my pick ended up being Yelich, which I almost shot myself.
2: So. Uh, is that three years in a row that you've drafted yeah. Uh, It's at least two. I don't even remember who I drafted last
0: year. Yeah, CBS didn't happen.
2: Gellich. I think I've traded for him two years in a row. <laughs> and and you've got him again this year. I'm
0: not getting him this year. What's the offer here? What, what do you need? <laughs> All right. We, uh... We're 20 minutes in and we haven't got anywhere near a team review. We need to steer the evergreen back down the Suez Canal here. Um, Joel, what do you got for us? Number two. Okay.
3: Next trade. Uh, between me and Ant. So Ant traded the 11th, which was Freddie Freeman,
0: and the 62, which was Josh Hader. Or this isn't going to be good. <laughs> the 18.
3: Trevor's
0: Story, and the 42, which was golden. Oh, that's that's fine, too. That's not, that's not too bad. I can't believe Trevor's Story fell really so far. i that you got uh,
2: Story at 18.
0: Oh, i, so I, 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 I dropped I, that I, far. I, 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 that was... That was now, shocking. That was crazy. Dustin, listen to this, all right? I, I told um, Joel about it, and obviously Ants was involved. So... I had a hole at shortstop for a minute there, because I, Eugenio Suarez isn't going to qualify for a couple weeks. I offered this trade. All right, keep in mind that I picked first, then Damer, then Ants. All right, so gen like generally speaking, that means Jose Ramirez went first, then it was Machado, then Story. Okay, that that's just the way it was drafted. Your results, you know, your thoughts may vary. So, I propose this three-way deal. Machado goes to Ants. Obvious winner there, right? Jose Ramirez goes to Damer. He loves him. Winner. Story, who both of us passed up on, goes to me. Fills my void. Perfect three-way trade, right? Yep. Ants vetoed that. Ants said no to Machado.
2: Machado or
0: Story? Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him.
2: I think the, Story's the same player as Machado, with about
0: 20 more stolen bases. You're I'd
2: rather have Story.
0: No, and I agree. But this is Machado's your boy. The, yeah, it's your boy. Yeah, you not on Baltimore still,
1: though.
0: It's your boy.
1: It's not like Mookie's my boy. After you leave the Red Sox, you're after you leave the Orioles and the You know, you're out.
0: Yeah, I I, who's your favorite football player?
1: Root for the laundry, baby, Nikhil Harry. not <laughs> <laughs>
0: <He'll> going nowhere. <laughs> no one, no one would take him. All right, moving on. Joel three. Yeah, next trade is Dustin and Ant. Um, uh, this might be the one that had a bunch of different
3: stuff later on in like the 20th round and so on, but it was basically. Gantz traded the 38, which was Glasnow, and the 86, Hera for Dustin's 23, which was Scherzer, and 119, which was Contreras. The Glasnow and Hira, for Scherzer and
0: Contreras. I mean, So far, so good. Like, I don't hate I'm it. Bad.
3: What do you guys think? It's interesting some of these trades when there's like two pitchers and two hitters and it's just like, you know, a good pitcher uh, or a good hitter and then an okay pitcher for okay hitter kind of matchup. Uh, I'll skip to the next one. It's uh, when I traded with my dad and we did a bunch of later round stuff. The two of my 14s and I got, you know, 17, 12 and 13. But the main trade was. Be trading the 62 which was the hater in the 66 bias for the 41 kershaw and the 89 brantley so hater and bias
0: for kershaw and brantley i mean so far no complaining like dustin isn't complaining about a trade like if it is so fair that dustin can't even <laughs> whine about it I mean, that's... The silence is deafening. <laughs>
3: well, anyway, Dustin did trade... Dustin did complain about the um, you know, trade I made with Ant at first. Yeah, well, when was that? what was that? What did that turn that out to be? That basically was uh, Freeman and Hader or
0: Story and Goldie. I mean, I, I would rather have Freeman and Hader, but it's just... It's not, I'm, because I'm not a big Goldie guy, so there was probably someone at that position that I probably would have liked instead, but right. it's still, I mean, the value's fine. Yeah. All right,
3: next one. The Dave and Art trade. So this was basically two sixes, right, for uh, three and ten?
0: Oh, yeah. This was, so he offered me that, and I think I let it sit for like eight hours, because... You know, as I complained about earlier, you know, the, the rich people problems, I didn't like that third round, that early third round. And I was like, ah, but, you know, to move up to the third, it was so nice to have those two sixes. Because, you know, those middle rounds, there was some gold sitting there in the middle. And now I was going to give that away. Uh, this was tough for me to accept, but, I, you know, i kind of happy I did, I guess. <laughs>
1: question how do you guys feel about um cancelled trades say I offer a trade and then I'm like looking at it and like <laughs> ten minutes later I cancel it on you are you kind of like dude what the hell
0: I mean if i if I actually wanted to figure out what was going on I'd probably text you or something but if it, I just assume that someone you know put too much in there or Maybe they didn't put a player they wanted to. Yeah, so that's, that's totally
1: uh, that doesn't get looked down upon at all.
0: No, I mean I, I don't I don't I really care. Do it all the time.
1: Yeah. It's like uh a, a tease almost. Right. Well, that's yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, because I do it sometimes, and I always feel a little bit bad. I'm like, uh I, I always hope that maybe the guy didn't see it. Like uh, Dave, like you offered me a basketball trade. I never talked to you about it. Yep. But um, yeah, and then and then you canceled it. I was kinda of like, yeah, all right, well I should
0: have taken it. I did but, that um, I did that in baseball too. Yeah. But uh
1: yeah, just
0: a, just a topic I wanted to throw out yeah. It was kinda of, kinda of never talked about. I flipped on the rug a little bit. Well, so I even more recent than that, today no, no, I made an offer to no, no, um no. Wayne, a blockbuster even, and I will tell you what it was. So I, I uh, off- and you you offered it blockbuster last year, didn't you? Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, we did oh, um Acuña, Acuña and Carrasco for um Story and Yon Moncada, I think, cuz I can't get enough Moncada. But um so I offered him Alonzo for Trevor Bauer. Um I I don't even know if I was happy about it. I kind of just did it and I was like, uh, And then what I did was I let Joel know that I had done that because obviously Joel was all the pitching. And I said, you know, uh, I would, I would do the same for Nola and then I canceled the trade to Wayne on accident. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, whoopsie. <laughs> um, cause, uh, I did reoffer it and he did actually reject it, but I was just, I thought it was funny. And, uh, topical that you were saying sometimes you cancel them because i went to like review it i think and (laughs) press cancel i was like oh yep so at least he knows what i'm thinking i guess
3: yeah it seems like there's a lot of um offers going around the league right now from what i'm hearing you know uh and there's been you know little trade right the anderson core you guys did but um I think a lot
0: of talk, but not a lot of action. I think we're all antsy, right? We just we just want the you know baseball to be going. We we yeah. did the draft um, order party what a month ago almost it seems, and then yeah. by the time the draft came around, we were ready to go, and now we're sitting here chomping at the bit, you know. Right. Has anyone gotten any offers
1: that are laugh out loud terrible? I got one that I kind of would like to. Bring up, but I don't want to totally blow up, uh, blow up his spot. But I also um, don't care because I'm never going to trade with him ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh.
3: he's the guy that never trades because he doesn't know how
1: to trade, apparently. Yeah, I, I got offered from somebody, I won't say the name, I won't say who. I got offered. Uh,
0: We're going to know 17th, from the players, you meathead. I, I, I got offered my 17th round pick
1: for his 23rd round pick straight up.
0: It's oh, good value.
1: I had five chances to take that player, and I decided not to take it
0: five times. But yet, yeah, I'll I'll trade my 17th round pick for him. I, I don't know how you turned it down. I guess something similar. <laughs> I've I've offered multiple trades of the same round, kind of like redoing the picks. Actually, if you look at um, like Joel and I's discussion about Alonzo and Nola, those were like four picks apart, I believe. Um, so let me check here Nola went 7th and then Alonzo went 10th in the 3rd round Ant and I deal that we did make uh, Correa and Ian Anderson were picked uh, 6 picks apart I think so you you know you, now that we've drafted uh, you can kind of like redo a round if you oh yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. cause that's all you really you you have your perceived value right you have who you how you feel these guys are valued and then you kind of have an idea of what everybody in the league thinks about that guy because we drafted five days ago right i mean if you skip over someone eight times or like you're saying you know in the 17th round if i didn't want (laughs) i took this guy six rounds ago you know and you took yours in the 23rd that kind of means i didn't want that guy you know especially in the 23rd i mean i think i drafted max in the 23rd um not saying I don't want him. You know what I'm yes. saying.
1: No, I, I totally get that. And because it's not like everyone, you know, it doesn't matter how much prep you do before a draft, you always go back after the draft and go, what the fuck? I would take this guy that got picked two rounds later over this guy. Like, my, i pick, I picked Pablo Lopez. I don't know why. I don't know why I picked him. <laughs> but, you know, there's like literally like six guys on my team that I drafted later that I would rather have Pablo Lopez. So I can see how sometimes it would work, but... It's uh, it's a, that's a tough
0: optics to, to lead off a, a trade offer with. Yeah, when it, it's just straight up one on one. I I thought you know it's you know this just being a trade kind of round table we're having here. Um, me, I I you know sometimes people are like I would have given you more than that for him. So that's kind of the opportunity I gave to Joel for I was like hey I offered up Lonzo for Bauer and then what Joel said he was like. You know, there's some trades we could make, but I'm not sure it really helps either of us or helps me make my team. So I'm just going to pass for now. And it like that simple communication with someone, you know, really like keeps the door open for like next time when you're even if you're trying to make a small trade. I know that Joel and I on occasionally on like a Friday night will be like, well, I'm going to drop this guy on Monday and then you're going to drop your guy, so I wouldn't mind if we swap him for two days or for, just for Sunday, maybe for an extra start or a relief pitcher or something. So just keeping that communication will really... Josh And then we traded back. like a spot start <laughs> Yeah. I think he
3: like caught fire <laughs> like,
0: yeah that, that, that trade was funny though that we first we traded him right. and then we traded him back yeah. it almost looked like the, the textbook collusion rental but right. I assure yeah. you I was not trying to let Joel win and I never will alright what do we got fifth trade Joel
3: yeah so uh, going back to your trade with Art so Traded the sixty-three and seventy-one, so that was Lynn and uh, Lau, Brandon Lau. And my dad traded the thirty-two and one-thirteen, so that turned out to be Tucker and Anderson.
0: So Lau and Lynn for Tucker and Anderson. Man, that I thought I was like, ooh, but I got Tucker there. That that's still, I mean, I really like Lance Lynn. Right? That's what you said? I love me some Lance Lynn. And, you yeah. know, I'm not a big Lao guy, but again, that sixth round is kind of, there's a lot of preference picks in there. Two, giving up two sixes, man, that was tough. Um, yeah. It, it's a good trade, right? Good trade still.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, the one I did with my dad was moving up from the 11 overall to the eight. So I traded the 11 Freeman and the 41 Kershaw for the 8 Cole and the 56 Conforto. So I traded Freeman and Kershaw for Cole and Conforto.
0: Ooh, I, I like your side there, but again, I think that's a preference thing.
3: And the uh, the last one is uh, the Ant and Dave trade. So um, this is Dave trading the 10 for the 14. So Dave traded the 10, Yelich, and the 82, Otani, for the 14, Bellinger, and the 59, Muncie. Oh. Muncie and Bellinger for Otani and Yelich. Man, do I. I mean, I, I think that's just good drafting on Ant's part.
1: He reached for uh, Otani, and Otani's going to lead the world and
0: everything. I feel like that has a potential to look back and be very upsetting.
1: (laughs) It would probably be a second rounder. And who would you be more likely to trade to me, Yelich
2: or Otani? I mean, (laughs) and that would be tough. I would probably. I would say it's high just because of the later round value, but again, he's got such potential and I'm like, I got, I kind of got to see what he does first. Oh my god, he's already hurt. Trade to me already. What are you waiting for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that with that trade, I I, I would much rather be on Anze's side, but it's only because I I thought I was getting Trey Turner at that spot or Bryce Harper. Not Cody Bellinger. Like, if I thought I was going Yelich to Ballinger, I wouldn't have done it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I needed the handshake in reverse. I'm like, no, we'll (laughs) see. Once I get back to the 14, I'll be like, nope, I'm taking Yelich. You figure this shit out. what if it was
2: Bieber? If I got Bieber and uh, it was the other Otani for Bellinger? I mean, I guess
0: it's pretty much similar. Yeah, I'm just upset. Look... I'm not again this is one of those like oh poor you with Cody Bellinger. I'm not I'm not really that worried. Um he's got some crazy potential. He's just not my guy. You know what I'm saying like in the first 14 picks of a draft you want to come out of it with someone, you know, your guy. Like you want to wear this dude's jersey. I ain't getting a Bellinger jersey, you know? I I thought I had my two guys lined up. And I didn't get either. You know, and I'm sad.
1: (laughs) Who's cooler? Javi Baez or Cody Bellinger?
2: (laughs) Baez. Bryce Harper. No,
0: dude, Bryce Harper is not cool. (laughs) he, he, He tries
1: way too hard to be cool.
0: Yeah, but you didn't even know who Cody Bellinger, like the personality he was until he was high in a golf cart two days ago. That video didn't hurt. All right. Joel, you got anything else for us?
3: So that was the seven trade.
0: That was all of them. I, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that it doesn't seem like a lot of regret there, and I thought there was going to be a lot of regret. Well, I, I had regret until he said that he was going to take
3: Beaver 10, so thank you for mentioning that answer. I thought, again, I just – I figured goal, I, I knew I was going to take Cole there. I would have taken DeBron if – he wasn't, you know, picked before me. But I just figured if
0: I'm going to take one, I might as well take Beaver too. Make something out of it. And I didn't know if I was doing that for, for nothing. Well, so I definitely been on Bieber there. Ants is lying to you. Uh, Bieber would have been there in your second round. Um, so you should feel bad.
2: All I hear is a potential beaver for Yellowish type trade. I was I was contemplating like just going hitter and Scherzer with my first two picks, and then I was like, now I'm still going to take either." And then it didn't work out, so now technically I got Yelich and then Scherzer with my third pick.
3: Yeah, that was great. Um, I I told Dustin this early on. I I told him I'm like I have to trade the 17, or would I have to 17 or the 18? 18? whatever whichever I, I don't
0: like I have to trade this pick because if Scherzer's there I'm just going to take him Yep. You know, second <laughs> round <laughs> um yeah so I uh, Scherzer I know Dustin was kind of looking at him too so uh, uh, he was no uh, I was
1: not well only only as a spike pick against Joel which honestly <laughs> so uh, and I was I probably did like a thousand mock drafts I took Otani in the seventh round in just about every single one. But when I saw Gallo, and then I looked at Joel, and especially his team, because I looked at, uh, he already had his DH full too, so I knew he was out of you know the Otani sweet space. It came down to like, you and like Adam, if I could just make it through you guys, then I was going to get Otani uh, with my next pick, and you took him. But, uh, yeah, just absolutely had to sprite pick Gallo on Joel a thousand percent. I was, about, I was thinking about Gallon when so Cruz. Yeah, he's
0: your boy. I mean, he was your boy. It it just sounds like you guys are unfaithful. I mean, you're thinking about other people while you're you know picking new guys. I mean, you just you just a couple of dirtbags. I I kind of wish that we were all. Ju- yeah, absolutely. I wish. Absolutely. Um, I kind of had these ideas. Um, to have like. Um like sticks with like signs that I could hold up like during the picks. And um, like I was going to have one that was like those boobs and that would be the bust. So it'd be like a bust pick. And then I think it'd be fun if when we were all drafting together, if you like actually, when you did it, we're like, yeah, that was a spite pick That w- That was just to hurt you, Joel. That, that wasn't yeah. this, that wasn't necessarily to make my team any better. It was just, it was it's just to make you, you know, feel bad. Not just Altuve. You got Altuve as your first hitter, right? This is not scream a Joel guy. A light hitting second baseman. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I I thought you waited a lot later. Uh, you just went pitching with your first three. Oh, and then you went back to the back to the barn at nine. All right. Well, since we're talking about the actual draft that happened. Uh, Thank you, Joel. That w- that was good. Uh, I I was wondering how in the world that you're going to have to explain that Dustin wanted to be the second pick of every damn even round. Like, I I think he, yeah, had, he he like ruined three of my work days sending me things like, what if we trade these ten rounds? You move up six here. I move up four there. Like I it like crossed my eyes and I couldn't even like think. So, I'm glad that you were able to break them down into something uh, that we could uh, digest. Um, let's get into some, some team reviews, huh? Uh, we we each have divvied it up. I have four because uh, Joel did the aforementioned uh, trade review. Uh, each of uh, Ants and Dustin have three, and then Joel's going to do two himself. And we're just going to go by draft order. So I'll go through, just kind of review, or we'll just go through, review the team. You can say what picks you like. However you want to review it, you do you, because you're the one putting in the work. Uh, And then if anybody else wants to chime in on that team, do it, and then just kind of say when it's time to move on. Um, Sound good, everybody? Yeah, man. That's good. All right, well, first is Maddie. So everybody that's listening to this podcast as Becca and Corinne were talking shit about is it, everybody who's actually going to listen to this pod was at the draft. So they already know what's going to happen anyways. And what we're talking about, but Hey, we do it you know, for ourselves anyways, but Maddie obviously had some uh, difficulties drafting. Um, while the rest of us are trading draft picks for three straight weeks, and actually talking about baseball, Maddie did not know how to log into his team. Um, thus, I had to share my screen the entire time, uh, and pause the draft every time. I can't. I if Adam or Wayne listens to this podcast, I am really curious to know what you guys thought when we paused the draft every time and no one told you what was going on. I like, got a text from Wayne. He said, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> oh, okay. Long story. I was. <laughs> well, he, he was on the Zoom though for a while. Wayne. Oh right. Yeah right. he was. Yep. yep. So I can only Adam sitting at his yeah. you know on a dark couch in Vermont at 11 15 at night wondering why the eighteenth round was paused. You I know haven't... i I can only imagine. i, I, did, I did... Oh. Maybe you saw that. I don't know. See, I I couldn't keep up with anything else because you know I was I had a a spreadsheet this custom spreadsheet I used that you put in the draft and it kind of shows you who's left and who's a good value and stuff. But even then, I lost that because trying to keep up with the picks. And then every time it was Maddie's. I had to pause, and then we had to pick, and I had to scroll. It was it was difficult. But I'm it glad. I feel
3: like he should buy you in this year.
0: <laughs> it's so. <laughs> The thing is is I'm just happy that I feel like Maddie got a fair shake. It it sucked, but I feel like he got an opportunity to draft and look at the players so he wasn't handicapped and there was no excuses. That was kind of the what I was trying to do. So and I feel like that's what happened. So I was perfectly fine with helping to get to that.
1: You know he got his guys because he has George Springer on his team and he's already there. <laughs>
0: Now, he was hurt when he drafted him, but there was questions that he might be available for opening day. Is that what? I know he's going on the IL, or is on the IL, but um, he was... a the, new injury, right? Because he was hurt, and now he has an oblique. I thought it was oblique all along. Let me see if I can click on that while we're... Uh, okay. No,
3: he had a hamstring. He had a grade 2 hamstring strain.
0: Now he has an oblique. No, I I think the oblique thing is course, mislabeled. It, is. I, it looks like it's mislabeled, right? It says Springer dealt with a grade two hamstring late in camp, is progressing well, but he'll be sidelined for at least the first six games of the season. It doesn't say uh, anything okay. about oblique except that the blurb says Springer oblique. Oblique yeah. Ob- will begin the season. So maybe the oblique is you know just for uh, Maddie to make. His first good pun in a month. It was nice to see that, wasn't it? It really was. It was. It's when he when he's forcing it, it's not good.
1: Yeah, he's really gone away from his gift work and really worked on his pun work. I yeah. really appreciate it. It's very
0: nice. I mean, he was like a mime for like nine months. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He didn't say any words. It was only gifts. We're guess. not playing Pictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's take a peek at his team here. Uh, the right place at the wrong time. This dude is committed to Colton Wong. His uh, 20th round pick, 240. So, <laughs> when looking at his squad, uh, the overall feel that I get, his offense is kind of like, it's very average if you ask me. It's not great. It's not bad. It sticks out to me that Jared Walsh is the starting first baseman. I feel like there is a lot of um, players out there that would do better in that spot. Uh, I don't mind Colton Wong. You know, as a late pick, there second base is really shallow. Maybe he'll get some stolen bases. Um, Yeah, he's he's got guys like Bregman, Swanson, Uh, Chapman needs a little bounce back. Mookie's the man. Uh, or he, he's got Jeff McNeil, but in the outfield, it doesn't play as well. He His team's okay uh, offensively. Fran Mill Reyes uh, clogging up the utility. When Kalenic comes up in, uh, you know what, six weeks probably, he'll um, inject a little life in there. Probably bump out Jerks and Profar because um, Grissom will be back. Grandal, is a great uh, kind of like Maddie's team like a solid OPS you know average power average runs average everything that's that's kind of how I feel about Maddie's offense I don't think that he's going to you know get killed in any category each week I think he'll be you know probably just a little bit worse than most teams but he's he's going to compete now his pitching I think is fantastic um he, he went with Giolito and Castillo. Um, where did the... As is. So he, he went bets one, stud. Uh, actually, a little bit of a surprise, but I don't think you can go wrong there. Um, and then Giolito, Bregman, you know, Castillo, uh, Springer being his four, I think he was feeling some pressure about the draft. Uh, that kind of hurts for early value, especially if your offense isn't very strong. But Castillo... At five, that's a fantastic core. You know, Castillo, Giolito, got the two pitchers along with Betts, Bregman, Springer. He had a really good start. Um, and so, I think his pitching staff, he added uh, Bundy a little later. Uh, Soroka will be back. We'll see. Uh, he Coming off an Achilles. I'm not sure how a pitcher recovers too well with that. But I think he's throwing a couple innings. And then his bullpen is... Nasty. He's got my boy Karinczak. Uh Iglesias is in L.A. now. Um, that should be better. Uh, will Smith from Atlanta. Diego Castillo. Romano from Toronto. Blake training. So I think that he will be... His offense maybe sneaks a category or two. Let me t- see how much... He, yeah, see, even his speed is kind of maybe average, maybe a little above average. But I think he's going to compete in all... Five pitching categories, so he's not going to be a pushover. It's not. It's not a bad squad. Um, I think that the draft difficulties were tough for him early on, but I think he caught his stride in the middle. Uh, was there any thoughts? Do you look at this team and see anything different than what I said?
1: Is anyone worried about uh, Bregman this year?
0: I'm not. I I feel like. 105-30-200, uh, it seems like a ambitious uh, projection, if you ask me. But in a OPS league, his on-base percentage is so high that that's always going to be elite. And then if there's a bounce back from the Astros, which, please God, be a bounce back from the Astros, because somehow I ended up with Correa, Jordan, and Kyle Tucker, and I... I won't say any names, but someone is dependent on Jose Altuve not being dead on this pod. So, um, yeah,
1: I, I don't know how much that OPS is really going to bounce back. I think uh, I think that trash can might have had something to do with that OPS.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. some people, some people definitely had their uh, druthers about him. Uh, Bregman is certainly a Maddie guy, so uh, that's that's his boy. Um, yeah, yeah and at the when you take it the first round pick you kind of went on that turn you either pick your guy or you don't get him right so mm-hmm. <clears throat> 25 might have been a little early i i thought that i had a chance at getting him on the other end of the of the same round or early in the fourth um so again i, I was hoping for him at uh 31. yeah so but we were I, all kind of I looking at, him. Steel, steel at the beginning of the fifth
3: round is steal.
0: Yeah, I'm a big steel guy too. He's just solid. you know,
3: he's very solid.
0: hmm Yep, I think um Yeah, I it's gonna be a good team. I I I'm not I'm not gonna say contender and uh a little spoiler. I think I like every one of the other teams I'm gonna review better. But um it's not a bad team. It's not it's not a bad team. I think there's some there's some play here. Um so <clears throat> That's all I got from Maddie. Um, it, was there any ants, Dustin? Anything you want to say here? We want to move on to. Two. Um,
1: I was a little surprised when he drafted Mookie Betts number one overall. I think. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I'm probably making this up because I probably wouldn't have done it. But I was telling myself uh, before the draft that if Maddie took bets, I would take Acuna. But if he took Acuna. I was going to take the drop. I probably would have chickened out, but that, that literally was what
0: I was thinking going into the draft. But that's a beast. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, you know, you don't want any risk, you know, with your first round pick. And I feel like uh, Bets, Soto, except that Soto is like addicted to getting COVID. Well, um, you got it again. Well, some of the Nationals did. We don't know who it was yet. It wasn't Scherzer, because Scherzer's still pitching tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, there's four Astros that were close contacts to someone that tested positive. They just haven't declared it yet. We're not going to know until they put the lineup out tomorrow for the Nationals game. Hmm. Which is too bad. Did you realize it's DeGrom versus Scherzer at 7 p.m. tomorrow night? Oh, I did not realize. No, that's my CTV right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, So, yeah, so... If I had the number one pick, I would have definitely been Betts, Soto, or Trout, probably. I, I Akuna is an absolute monster. I love him. I, I just, I'm very uh, risk adverse. And guys with big K rates uh, scare the bejesus out of me. So, um, now that we've uncovered my fears, um, Dustin picked two. This was uh, originally my pick. And then Sam had dropped down to four, um, therefore stretching out the buy-up that Dustin got. Uh, I believe, Ants, you are going to uh, review your your fellow midgets team. Yeah, I'm, I, I actually chose to review Dustin just to
2: give him some shit, but uh, Honestly, I, learn something. <laughs> I was looking at his team and I was like, man, I was like, kind of like his offense, and I was like, you know, doing my research, and I just wrote down a bunch of notes of, you know, because I can't really go on the fly like Dave, can. I need something to refer to, and uh, the thing that stuck out to me was Judge at 26, and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I was actually targeting Judge, but I was targeting him more like third round, fourth round, hoping, you know, he would go with his ADP, which is around, four, I think it was 46 or something like that. And, um, so I thought 26 was a little high and, uh, maybe Dustin, you know, is not worried about the injury and just sees the potential if he does play, you know, 150 games. Um, but we'll see there. I, I do like his offense. I, I do think pitching will be a weakness uh, as I was looking over it. Um, unless, you know, class now is going to have a good year, um, if he stays healthy. And again, he's had his injury problems as well. Um, but, you know, will they let him throw, you know, 180, 190 innings? I mean, I'm not sure. Um, and then I saw, you know, he other pitchers are decent. You know, you got Lizardo and McCullers and Lopez, you know, who he didn't even know why he picked, uh, if you refer back to earlier in the podcast. But I feel like um, they're all going to face some innings limits, which, you know, this year is uh, kind of unique year coming off the short season last year that, there's not many pitchers that are gonna you know throw 200 plus innings and and that was one of the main reasons why I was targeting uh Bieber earlier in the first round um so I feel like there's a couple question marks with his rotation more of like the innings in each pitch deal but um I feel like he also went and Dave and I were I think talking about this earlier in the week that uh he went back to his No starting or no relief pitcher uh, strategy. Um, So I feel like he's going to stream stream pitchers in and out, um, try and win, you know, innings or trying to win K's and um,
0: quality starts.
2: Yeah, quality starts and maybe get a chance at the ratios. But, you know, if you have a couple bad games, your ratios are going to kind of blow up um, and he's not going to win the saves hold. So I think it's going to be. A constant um, struggle to keep filling those starting pitchers in but um, I, I feel like Dustin always finds a way probably to take advantage of me and make a trade and he'll probably get Yelich and you know, he'll, be, he'll be dominating competing in the top five um, but I kind of wrote down uh, best pick worst pick and outlook for him and for the best pick I, I kind of went with Gary Sanchez I I had him on my radar. Um, you know, he's obviously struggled the last couple of years and, you know, below the Mendoza line, I think, last year. Um, and he also has five Yankees on his team, which could be a good thing. Like, we were talking earlier that there's, you know, earlier in the year that there's not many good teams, so why not stack, you know, players from the good teams, like the Yankees or uh, the White Sox? Um, but, uh, I I said, remember when uh, Sanchez was, you know, he was like a second round pick, third round pick, you know, a few years ago, so uh, 146 overall, I don't feel like it was much of a flyer, like he still can get the power numbers, um, if his average, you know, shoots up a little bit to 240, 250 range, that's a decent pick there. Uh, I did say that Judge was a reach, but it, I didn't think it was the worst pick, I I kind of went with Gallo at 74, um, and we kind of talked about this earlier, and he he kind of said he only took Gallo to spike Joel, so, I mean, that kind of shows you. And then um, I was I even said on here, too, it's like, cough, Otani, a, a cough, because I picked Otani after Gallo, and he professed his love of Otani, so uh, he could have taken him there. I mean, Gallo... Gallo will contribute in the home runs and OPS, but you know the rest is kind of a question mark. Uh, overall, like I just said that you know, like I just said, Dustin's going to be a competitor in the top half, no doubt. Like he'll find a way to manage his staff and you know get what he needs out of them, and I think he'll be top four, top five going into the playoffs. That's not, that's not to say I like you, Dustin. That's just looking at your team on paper.
1: Well, thank you for the kind words, Ants. I really
2: <laughs> it. I, I was trying to be rude as I was looking at it, and I couldn't really find too much to...
1: Well, I know. That's why I didn't want your team.
2: I like yeah. it too much.
1: And there's no way in hell I'm saying anything nice about you, especially when it's being recorded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Ants and I during baseball season we talk um, you know about 23 hours a day Um, we got a running chat Uh, we have discussed uh, you know just about everything and one of the things that came up when looking at Dustin's team like projections like the projection system hates, hates you like it has five guys on your team with more than 80 runs and then what? Just looking at five guys with more than 80 RBI, so like there's a lot of home runs. There's definitely a lot of home runs, which will keep your OPS up, but it doesn't have those other counting stats. I don't. I think that Clint Frazier must be low. It must have low at bats for him, for some reason. 61 and 60 seems low for those two. Um, It seems like everybody has the Joey Gallo stats. You know, he he never scores runs and he never gets RBIs, but he he gets that big number in the middle. It's just an interesting um, team build, and I I don't know, again, if it's just the projections that are making, like, squashing down those runs and RBIs or if that's actually going to be an issue. It was just something that stuck out to me. Hmm. I did not know
1: there was a projection system, and uh, that does not make me happy to hear
0: that. Well look at your you look at your team, right? And it has twenty twenty one season batting projections. No. Okay. Well, I'll look into it. <laughs> I was just merely pointing at what I saw. You know, if that hurts your feelings then, you know, so be it. Anything else? Joel, we got anything? You wanna pick on Dust? Uh I don't know if I got if I
3: can pick on him here. I, I really like the uh, offense they drafted obviously um i think bell going to have a pretty good year in washington Heroes, was, you know should be pretty good uh brian hayes looks awesome in spring training he's a guy when you look at the 75 13 64 you know 787 i mean that could be a lot higher even he just hits twenty four home runs and then he's gonna have some weeks where he has nine. You know, depending on if Judge is playing
0: assessment, and I hope he has them all against you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I <laughs> mean, I always think he's going to be Right. It's not like till 12. 12. Yeah.
3: That, that's plenty of time for at least Judge to get
0: hurt. <laughs> well, he'll probably the second or third injury by then. All right. Uh, number three is uh, BGW. Uh, I believe I... Took this over from you, Joel. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I like the squad. Uh, let me just bring it up here. Sorry, I have the draft. So he picked three, grabs Tatis there. Obviously, nothing wrong with that. I like Devers. Devers is kind of early at 22, but I'm, I'm feeling Devers this year. He's got Cora back. Cora knows how to cheat. He knows how to get uh, Devers fired up. Um, I think that last year was kind of – I mean, Devers wasn't even, like, miserable last year like J.D. Martinez was. Um, But I think that they were – the Red Sox as a whole were just kind of, you know, having an off year. J.D., their leader, was kind of slumping around. I think that really took a toll. I think Devers is a stud. I I think he is going to have a monster year. So this might be a case of getting your guy – um, but I can, you know, 22 Devers at the end of the second. you can be fine with that. Love Ozuna. Again, four, 27 seems, you know, maybe like 10 picks too early. This is another one of those guys. So, you know how I said I thought Bregman was going to fall to me? I I had three third-round picks, I think. I had a, not, one, two two threes, and then like the second pick of the fourth. So all four of those picks, I was like, I want one of Seager, Bregman, Devers, Ozuna. Not a single one made it to 32. I could not believe it. So again, I had my draft. Same exact thing, yeah. 31. <laughs> I had I had it pegged that I was going to have Turner, Harper, and then at least one of those four. And so, my, you know, I'm just in shambles at this point in the draft. Um, so, Ozuna's a stud. He's, uh, guys, crushed the ball for like five straight years. He had that one down year in St. Louis where he just had a lot of bad luck. He was just crushing the ball at people. Um, and now, sitting in the middle of that cozy Atlanta offense, he's just going to crush again. Um, Staromarte. Marte. He's one of those guys where you just kind of kind of, you know, it's not sexy. He's an old vet now in Miami, they're probably going to run and be frisky down there. He'll get his stone bases. maybe if he gets a you know, revitalization, if he gets 20 bombs, 2030 20, is a steal. Um, we'll see, I don't know that he has that power left in him, but it well rounds out his offense. Uh, Trent Grisham, I'm not a believer um i feel like he's just a contact guy who was sitting in the top of a uh motivated offense last year or maybe not motivated but an offense that had some momentum in slam diego uh going to start the season on the injured list i just i feel at 51 if you're really just trying to get a ton of runs out of someone you might be doing a little early um Overall, I really like Wally's team. I don't want to go through pick by pick. He's got Garver at catcher, which is kind of a no risk. If if Garver is a bust, you just dump him. Um, but he was great two years ago. Olson's a fan. You know, a lot of people in our league are a fan of Olson. He's probably going to put up you know thirty five one hundred in his sleep in Oakland. Uh, he's a guy that you don't worry about the dead ball because he just crushes. I'm not a believer in Dylan Moore but I mean they project 2020 out of him so what do I know uh, a guy like Dylan Carlson has a lot of potential he didn't look so good last year but he, he's one of those prospects where comes out of nowhere he's a top prospect he's gonna hit home runs he's gonna steal bases and then he comes up to the majors and sucks and everybody kind of just writes him off right away so you just there's a chance there. There's a chance that at the end of it, Wally's outfield, he has a stud uh, post-type prospect there. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel, all he's done is crush the ball since he's been in the majors. Uh, I'm not really feeling Wally's staff, though. Uh, so with his offense, I'll kind of give him like a, you know, like a B, B, plus. His staff, kind of like uh, Dustin's approach, better Um uh, because his opening day starters are going to be Gossman, Bassett, and Boyd, and that's kind of like the, you know, if some if we did some type of like a quiz and you had to name the opening day starters, I, I could guess Gosman maybe, but I Chris Bassett he was a good streaming option last year. Matthew Boyd, I, that guy just gives up home runs. That, that's all I know about Matthew Boyd. He. He'll probably prove me wrong and strike out, like, 13 uh, spiders tomorrow. But I, I like Corbin Burns, but I feel like he's kind of like a four-inning flamethrower. Uh, I am not in on Paddock this year. I They said he was using drive
4: shaft,
0: whatever that thing is that the pitchers are using where they can check out their spin, and I thought that he was going to learn you know, why his fastball was off and everything, and this guy was gonna come back with a vengeance, and he has had a miserable spring. And I know it's just spring training, but if a two-pitch pitcher can't control one of those pitches, you ain't got much. And speaking of two-pitch pitchers, Lamette is kind of the same idea with that nasty slider, but this guy is right in that Glasnow judge, maybe a tier below. Let's not get crazy here, but He's not going to stay healthy. There's just no way. It feels like we're just waiting for the tweet to come out so we can do the blood gif that Lamette's having Tommy John. Like, that's just what it feels like it's preordained. And that, (laughs) that's risky. Um, So, I get you know, it feels like I'm down on Wally's team, but I really like his offense. So I, I guess you know I said that I liked all the other teams I reviewed better than Maddie's. I feel like this is a this this is an even on a on a high low. I just picked even between Wally and Maddie. <clears throat> but, I'm uh, I'm being on Corbin Burns. I think Corbin Burns is going to be better than
1: Woodruff. That's my uh, claim of the year. Okay. Um, Alex Baum, he has. I've seen a couple of his, uh, at that, not a branch, but I've seen a couple of his at that at bat. He is, he's a man. He's a beast.
0: They, they say he's um, going right. to be the next Beltre, which is, you know, beltray is awesome. amazing. Ryan McMahon is, I
1: was very high on him. I was hoping to get him. It didn't happen. Um, I like his team quite a bit uh, because of starts with Tatis. That piece is fucking awesome. If he didn't have that little shoulder thing flare up right before the draft, he very well
0: could uh be uh testing in piece. <laughs> I like I like when people are like, "Yeah, Ryan McMahon. I was really high on him. Just couldn't grab him. He snuck by at pick 214. A two fourteen. At two two fourteen. When were you high on him? I mean, yeah. Like I mean, Sun. You are yeah. gonna grab him Sunday, maybe on the waiver wire.
1: Yeah, I, took, uh, I would
0: take him over Bobby Dalbec. I agree. But no, I needed pitching. I took Frankie Montas and uh, Mitch Hanager with right? the ball. All right. Um, if there's no other objections, we'll keep the ship moving after we hit. We just hit the hour and 10-minute mark. Uh, this is going to be a, a fun one to uh, listen. This is going to take a couple car drives for some people. Yeah. Um, so, it looks like we got Sammy. Sammy up fourth. Who's got Sammy? I got Sammy. Do you think? All right. So, I, I did take some notes. I did best,
1: worst, and then I graded his hitting pitching overall. So, um, overall, not you know, nothing
3: too extreme on the high or the low um, on Sam's team for me. Uh, I'll kind of walk through it a little bit. I thought the best thing he did was uh, – pick the number four pick overall. That's what I would have done if uh, I was in his shoes. So I thought that was good. I thought his best pick was probably Rendon, um, even though it was kind of in line of, you know, where his ADP was, but um, just to have that solid hitter. The worst I have is Mondesi, and I know he's hurt, so that's kind of low-hanging fruit, but um, I don't know. I, I was looking at his team in kind of the context of his lineup, and usually what you do is you, know, you draft Mondesi and you just surround him with power. Um, and Sam didn't really do that. He kind of, you know, he drafted Buxton late, and Ed, not late, but, you know, middle round, and then Edmund middle round. And I don't think you need to do that when you have Mondesi. You know, so you either draft Mondesi and then just get a lot of power late, or you don't draft Mondesi and you get guys like Buxton and Edmund to you know, be your steel guys. It just seemed like it was very repetitive and You know, now you have guys that maybe you don't win steals by three, you win steals by seven, and and these guys are driving down your PS. So that's kind of what stuck out to me. Um, I'm not huge on Seager. He took him in the second round. I know other people probably would. Um, I don't know. I I think he's a better probably real-life player than he is. uh, He's a better MLB player than a, a baseball player, I'll say. So hitting overall, um, I gave him a C plus. Obviously, he has Trout. Trout can carry a team. Um, what I was looking at is, you know, if you, you scroll through his team, he has three guys that are projected for thirty homers or more, which seems very low. Um, you know, he, he kind of you know, he has Castellanos, Trout and Rendon that have thirty or more. To put some context to that, I have four guys that are 30 or more, and my hitting is not great. So, so that stood out to me. Um, maybe Donaldson will be good, you know, guys like that that can give him a boost. Um, I do like Cassianos, um Rendon. Uh, Dominic Smith could be, you know, really good. Uh, he might play about two-thirds of the time, 75% of the time only. So we'll see there. Um, going to his pitching, I gave his pitching a C. Um, I thought it was fairly average. I like Snell, especially going to San Diego. Uh, Ryu was good last year. He could be good again. uh, It felt like he had pretty good ratios, but when you have Ryu, Snell, uh, Plisac, you're going to have low strikeouts. Um, And you might have low quality starts too, especially if Snell, you know, Snell's known for only going about five. That was on the race, so it might change a little bit in San Diego, but. it just seems like decent pitching. Uh, you know, maybe not a lot of quality starts. Maybe not a lot of uh, K's. So, um, yeah, that's my uh, that's my thoughts on Sam's team overall. I'll give him a C. I think um, I think he has a little bit of work to do. Sam's been in the playoffs recently, fairly routinely. Right last year, he was the no, one number one one seed, if I'm not mistaken, and the year before. So he, you know, maybe he can figure it out and uh, and prove me
0: wrong here. But, yeah, that was a fairly average team. Um, I will say this about Sam. I think he is more active trade-wise. I think he's starting to warm up a little bit and build a little confidence. Um, And so there's, I mean, I know he and I had some discussions. um, And I It can only be better, you know, for people to have the ability to get better, right? You know, sometimes if you're given a C to hitting and pitching and the person isn't all that active anywhere, you know, they're just going to end up as the, you know, the 10 seed, right? So um, I will say that about Sam. Uh, I agree with you on the redundant steals. Um, I think he did put OPS Around Mondesi, if not power, you know Rendon, Seager, and Trout can be pretty consistent there. Uh, like you said, Castellanos is kind of like that Ozuna, where the breakout is supposed to come. Um, but yeah, he, he does lack a little bit of power. Um, the counting stats, he he has three guys with over 100 RBI projected, which is really nice. But then. He's got a lot of guys that have like Edmonds not gonna knock in any. He might get you a couple steals, a little bit of power, but um, you know JD Davis. It, I like that guy. He kind of JD Davis and Dominic Smith are gonna combine to be one hell of a ball player. But <laughs> the problem is they're two spots. Neither can play defense. Um, their team doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in them. It's gonna be a lot of frustration carrying those two. And Cronenworth was a revelation last year for Dustin. Um, he it, it he's got to get traded, I think, because I don't think San Diego has any faith in him. Because you can't sign some Kim as from Japan and Jerks and Profar if you're going to give Cronenworth you know kind of utility that super utility position. So. I don't know what happened there. I thought he was a stud. The guy was tearing the cover off the ball last year. And it doesn't seem like they got behind him. Um, I think his offense is a little better. A little better than a C. I think it's pretty decent. And um, I think his pitching has some potential. Uh, I'm not really... These aren't a lot of names that I have too much faith in, like uh, Eflin um, and Freed. But a guy like Haney... God, that that guy's so frustrating. Sometimes he, he just K's everybody, and sometimes he just gets smashed. Um, and then uh, Plissack, you know, is a kind of a favorite sleeper in baseball. But so that it, and he's in Cleveland, so he's going to get eight innings per start because Tito hates arms. Um, but yeah, I, it's a pretty solid squad. I think I'm a little higher in the offense. But anybody else? Um, I don't know, you call Zach Plisak a sleeper.
1: He, he went in the ninth round, and you look at some of the other pitchers. I mean, pitching went so late in this one. Um, like, uh, Strasburg went in the eighth. Um, we were talking about Castillo, what did he go in the sixth? or the, Something like that. It, it went so late that I don't know if he's really much of a sleeper. At, at, at There's a ninth-range price tag. No, I, I, agree,
0: I agree with what you're saying. Um, I'm just saying that they that's a guy who people are expecting to take the next step he it, there might not be any value to where he got him maybe he needs him right. to ne- take the next step I agree with that
1: yeah he went pretty late on pitching um he went pretty late You got Snell and then Ryu and uh Max Breed is Ma- Max Breed is totally healthy
0: yeah he's just not good <laughs> <laughs> <Fair
1: enough. laughs>
0: Uh, let me see here yeah he's the opening starter tomorrow um yeah um Byron Buxton man uh, I, I don't if
1: someone was like I'll pay your dues but you have to hold on to Byron Buxton all year I think I'd be like uh, <laughs> no, no
2: I'll pay twice
0: Ants you with us still
2: yeah man. I, I I I couldn't let uh dogs out
0: on her birthday, pregnant in the rain, so I had to run up and do that, but I'm here. All right. well, what a gentleman. What a guy. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I mean, as if I don't get enough talking in, I'm up next with Zach. Um, was there anything that anybody wanted to get in on Sam? Any comments or anything? Nope. How bad is his team name going to be? I'm pretty disappointed. I just want to put out there that um, I'm glad to see Dustin changes his team name every eight hours to make up for the rest of the league But what's going on here guys? Um, I think Adams stayed consistent with whatever Billtown Bombers means uh, Damer we need a change out of you Zach. We need a change out of you um, Jake Jake from stamp farm was never funny to begin with so we need to uh, change um, You're
1: absolutely right, but yeah, it is his best name he has ever come up
0: with. I what's the Jake part?
1: It's from the commercial.
0: So I mean, so it's just he just took half of Stanton's name? That's a that's what we're going put, with? He put Stanton and made it state. Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it just gets worse as we go. I, I and what's what's uh Daffy Duck or Daisy Duck?
1: Yeah, I, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know what happens inside
0: that head. I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> little cheerleader, Daisy Duck, in, in, a, in a baseball league with his boys. I'm upset. So, yeah. If you're listening to this, get your shit together, league. Uh, my team name's not good. It's not good. I don't like it. But it has three players in it, and it's not from last year. So that, that's my... That's my bare minimum. I'm working on it. <clears throat>
3: I, I feel the same way about mine. It's, it's, it's like a placeholder. So same. I, I like yours, Joel. I, I think it's like
1: um, it's it's so uh like it doesn't roll. I don't. I it, I like that one more than Dave's. I'll say that. But, Not that I dislike either one of
0: them. My only problem with Joel's is Frenchie, I take it. my only problem with Joel's is it's like the quality of the player it yeah. lead, leads you no, to like in two weeks you're going to have a waiver wire guy potentially uh, as your team name that's, that's kind of the only thing I, that rubs me the wrong way yeah that's, that's, that's the biggest problem with it I had that a couple years ago I can't, I'm can't.
3: trying to remember who I had it was a good name but a bad player and I just hung on to him for too long
0: I didn't want to change my name. <laughs> I do like the... It's fun putting the flag as the logo, though. I, I kind of feel like you're like... You got like patriotism. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's like not our flag or anything. But I just... I, I like it, you know, because... Speaking of which, Das... I can... Uh, I I thought I used to have access to your uh, team, but I did not. I, I was going to put Undertaker as your picture today. But... I can do that if you'd like me to. Oh,
1: that would be excellent. His uh, Twitter picture is the one that I want. You know one thing I also, I also want to bring up, and I'm just looking through it and it just dawned on me. I don't know how it happened, but on the draft,
0: I drafted one less player than everybody else. It's because you and in our pick, you and I's trade, we didn't put the last round. Oh, uh, yeah, because I went to... Somebody up, and I want to drop someone there just on my team. I was like, ah, uh, okay. Yes. So <laughs> in in our um, in so what it turned out was we swapped slots, right? And then it was the sixth and the twelfth, or yeah, for an no, a sixth and an eighth, or a twelfth, or whatever the trade was. It was a two for one, and I didn't put in my last pick, so I didn't pick in the last round for our draft. It said I was already done. I don't, and they must have just been like, "eh, ah, screw it. <laughs> it's it's weird that it just allows you to do that. But, yeah, that's what happened. All right. Zachary. Um, I can tell you right now this is a solid squad. Uh, and Zach doesn't – he's actually not a bad drafter. I think what holds him back is kind of what we mentioned with Sam is that you um, – there isn't a whole lot of getting better. Um because he, he doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in trading. Uh, he does. He has started to stream a little bit. Um, so what you get at the draft is kind of what you're going to get for the year, give or take. Um, but I think he's got something good here. Uh, let me see. So he picked out the five spot. You know what's great? Juan Soto dropping into your lap. I mean, hello. Hello. Uh, I'd be pretty happy with that. When he... Second round, he felt like he went Homer-ish. But uh, I, him and Caleb were kind of hanging out there together. And they, I, they both just really wanted Xander. And I got nothing wrong with that. Um, one of the best shortstops in the league at 20. And it's probably a little early. But, um, you know, it's get your guy. You know, it's... He's going to get a lot of... Um, stats out of them. I think the Red Sox, as mentioned earlier, um, are really going to get back to that being a top offense. So, uh, No problems there. Walker Bueller and Brandon Woodruff. uh, Both guys, I think, are going to be fantastic on a per-inning basis. I think the problem with these two, same with uh, Corbin Burns or even Tyler Glasnow, is the Are they going to go six innings? Are you ever going to get six innings out of these guys? Um, They're going to have a really good five-inning start. And uh, I know the Brewers said that they're only going plus 100 innings of what uh, they threw last year. You know, teams have the team speak, and they lie all the time. But, I mean, that could be tough. Uh, Ozzy Albies, at 53, is a steal like ADP wise, like ridiculous. Like he was one of the guys that was flipped in our draft where people are taking him in the third and everybody in our league's taking all the guys that were supposed to be in the fourth and the second. So, um, Ozzie always in, in the fifth is just a really nice player. One of the top second basemen. uh, kind of a fun pit, fun pick with Randy Rosarena coming up next. Um, who knows? Who knows what we're going to get out of him? He was some fun to watch at the end of last year. He was just amazing. Now, if he's going to if he's really going to go 25-20, uh, and the Rays let him play every day, you know, could be some good things there. Uh, I don't know that he's going to get value back in the what was that? The 6th round though. All right. Yeah, 6th, that's a tough uh He'd really have to be the player we saw last year. Now, Zach has a tendency to pick boring guys that are productive. And he just filled out his whole roster with them. And I think it's going to work. I think it really... So I just talked about the guys that I was excited about on his team. Now he adds Kyle Seager is boring. But a boring 25 with 90 RBI. We've just talked about a couple offenses That don't have many guys with 90 RBI. And he's just kind of got a freebie sitting at his uh, middle infielder or corner infielder. Not sexy, but 90 RBI is 90 RBI. Which is probably a little high on the projection. Eddie Rosario, half the people in our league didn't even know he's in Cleveland. Uh, Someone has to hit Jose Ramirez home. Um, Will Myers, Andrew McCutcheon, Justin Upton is like the 2016-17 All-Stars. But these guys are kind of, you know, they're the boring stat producers still. Um, I was reading the thing on uh, Raz today, I think, where he, he had McCutcheon. He was talking about McCutcheon, but what he said to us, he likes betting on smart players. That um, when everybody else's abilities are starting to go, smart players figure it out, um, you know, whether that's a pitcher learning how to command. When they ain't got gas anymore or hitters just getting on base and, you know, getting the smart, uh, some steals in there and base running. And I think that that's what you get out of like the Rosario, Will Myers, McCutcheon, Upton. They're not sexy, but God forbid you go against him one week and those guys are putting up, you know, numbers and it's going to be frustrating. And then Anthony Rizzo, I think Zach has uh, Rizzo pajamas. Gets him every year. Now he's even getting him at a bigger discount. Got him in the eighth round. I think, you know, that's a pretty nice value um, for a position that isn't too, too deep this year. And just to, you know, because I'm going to talk about every single player on his offense for whatever reason. uh, Andres Jimenez and Nick Solak are kind of two frisky players that could really, uh, Jimenez is fast. He came over um, in the Lindor deal. I think he played for like two weeks last year and just stole a ton of bases for the Mets. And Nick Solek, they cut my boy, Odor. um, And so they're just given, you know, second base job is Nick Solek's to lose. Kids got a little bit of power. Uh, We've been hearing about him for a couple of years, I think. Got a little bit of speed. I think he's going to be a steal. And with that second base eligibility at a position that's really shallow, I think it's good stuff there. I'm going to give this offense uh, a B, B-plus for boring. Uh, it's it's a boring B-plus. How's that? <clears throat> now, you know, I talked about the the pitchers that I was a little worried about. The volume, I'm not sure, is going to be there. I really like uh, Presley. Um neris I mean he's gonna be on a good team but he is a roller coaster to watch I got no faith in Barnes uh, or price actually doing anything Armand Marquez is great if you only want to pitch him every other start uh, so let's go with a C minus pitching B plus offense I think he's gonna be all right if his pitcher if his pitchers pitched six innings we might have a playoff team here I'm going to need a drink after talking that much.
1: You think Zach is a playoff team? Is that what you
0: said? Yeah, his offense is good. That's the craziest
1: thing I've ever heard.
0: What's wrong with that I've offense?
1: Never, I've, never, I've never heard those words in, in a non-football
0: conversation. Uh, Zach cashed like two years ago, and he lets me know about it every single time. Well, He's like, hey, Dave, how are you? I cashed in baseball two years ago. Like, he... <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you
0: know he's not going to trade away any of the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zach's not going to make a bad deal. He like he's he's sitting at you know the 2-5 table and wait until the cards hit him until the deck hits him. <laughs> Why, what do you got? You are not a big fan. you're just picking on the fact that Zach and playoffs don't. What do you think about the team?
1: Honest, I don't think I've ever looked at his team. Um, Perfect. I listened to everything you just said about it, and that all made sense. Um, and I'm even on a page with every. Oh, there he is. I was gonna say, he doesn't want to show me his team. Is how bad Zach is at a um, baseball manager. But let's see: Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts, Walker Buehler, Brandon Woodruff. All It's a good top six. It's a good top six. I'll give him that. But I mean, he's, he's, I don't care what, how good it looks right now, every single year I draft a team, I'm like, my team is freaking awesome. And then I look at it in like two months, and none of those players are even on my team anymore. So I don't care how good his team looks right now, in three months, he will be in last place. Because none of these players that we all think are going to be good are
3: actually going to be good. And the ones that are going to be good, are going to get hurt. Well, <laughs> the, the difference is these players will be on his team, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Unlike you, these teams, you know, this is what he's going to probably ride
1: the whole season. Yeah, I know, but it's not like I trade away on my players. They just stink. They're not good. so I like, hey, swap them out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you got some... Uh...
1: There's a very good chance that Eddie Rosario just kind of stinks he's gonna sit there forever. But even lower back, like you said, Nick Solak. I I'm, I'm not sold on Nick Solak. Did they got a more batting like leadoff now. I, he he could probably dropped down at eight, and he's gonna be in Zach's lineup all year, batting eight, sucking it up. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a whole lot of um, faith in Zach making the playoffs.
0: I it's think you money on it. I think you just made up your vitriol for Nick Solak. Uh, who in the world is going to push him to the bottom of the lineup in Texas? Name me three Texas hitters. Gallo. Joey Gallo, thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we'll go with, um, let say young guys, they always have this. They always, everyone always says, oh, who's the year, and then he always gets hurt. David
0: Dahl. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. No, that's not who I was thinking of. Is it and- um, Right? No, he's been, like, a young guy forever.
0: Andrus like is, really is on, on and Oakland. Not it. <laughs> What's that? Andrus is on Oakland. Oh,
1: that was this, yeah. Oh, did uh, Chris Davis get
0: drafted? No. No? I mean, you have a computer in your hand. <laughs> So in uh, well, in other words, in other words, I mean, I seven guys that you can't name are going to be the ones that push to like out of the second. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, we got Isaiah Kinfella, right? Is their third baseman catcher combo, right? Is he still catcher eligible? No. Um, uh, David Dahl, as uh, Joel mentioned, they got Leotis Tavares. Um, yeah. See, I got, I got, that's it for you. I have more faith in the Texas Rangers than I do in Zach. How's that, how's that for you? Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Wayne. Um, I think, I think I get next. I think, uh, I think we're up to Wayne. Yep.
1: And, um, whoever I reviewed really got the short on the stick because I did not put the, uh, I've heard him in that you guys did. I've been very impressed. I've just been like enjoying myself listening here. But I did uh, best worst, and I grade the offense, grade the uh, the pitching. Um, he started off pitcher pitcher. He went to Grom and Bauer, two solid arms. I guess he's already having second thoughts because he's trying to get rid of Bauer. Um, I can. I was a little surprised when he picked Bauer. I figure if you get to Grom, that's like the one guy. Probably one of three guys. You could probably do that with Cole and Bieber too. But that's the guy where if I had the i I take like maybe a now or, or an Ian Anderson type guy just for the innings, and then just flood it with relievers because Jacob Degrom is the best. He's he's like literally the best ever. So right off the bat, I got his pitching at an A plus because you can't have Degrom on your pitching staff, and screw it up. He is like a, uh, like a j- get-out-of-jail-free start. So, that's a great start. DeGrom, Bauer, uh, come in. He, he goes, DJ LeMahieu, uh with his third pick. Um, I don't know if someone like uh, Pete Alonzo was available there for him or something like that, someone that just really brought the bat, you know, like pop-wise. I know DJ LeMahieu is going to hit and even his OPS is solid, but I uh, not I'd really, really, really be looking for some some bombs there. Um, but he did make up for that. Right after that, he went Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson. Very solid, very solid. In the sixth round, he has my worst pick of his draft, which is Teoscar Hernandez. He's so. Uh, you talked about projections earlier. Uh, I didn't really look at those. I feel like Oscar Hernandez is someone that's like projected for something way better than he's going to do. Way better. He's probably projected for like I don't even know, thirty bombs or something. I don't think the playing time's going to be there. I don't think uh, his spot in the order is going to be where you want him to be. I didn't want a lot of pieces of Toronto's offense. I know they're going to be good, but. It just seems like they're all the exact same amount of good, and I don't know what they're going to do there. They're all young, they're all good, and they all do a little bit of everything, you know, but I just wanted to kind of stay away from that. So I I felt like he, um, maybe he didn't reach for Taosco Hernandez, but uh, that's not what I would take. He took a catcher early. He took Salvador Perez in the eighth round. I don't really have a problem with it. I feel like catcher's is one of those positions where you either spend and you get someone that can play every single day or you, you just forget about it. And maybe you pick someone up, maybe you leave it blank. It's just one of those spots. So he, he went for it. Salvador Perez is like one of the four guys that I would actually pay up for. He's legit. He's legit. Um, he got spitten in the 10th round, which was my uh, best pick. If he's in there, he's going to match. And uh, if he's not in there, you get someone else in there. That's all, that's all there is to it. And uh, He threw out a couple flyers late that I like, Jesse Winker, um, in the 22nd round. That, that looks pretty good. I don't know where he's hitting in that order, but I imagine it's like one or two maybe. That is the case. That's a steal. I like Dustin May. I don't know what his role is going to be, but he is amazing. Tall and
0: lean, and he's got a great name. He throws heat. And he's haircut. The hair.
1: um, yeah, pretty solid team. He won 6-0 Sanchez. I know. He, I think he had him last year. So um, probably a little, little bias there to get him again. He... He's, like, another one of those guys we've been talking about all night because there's so many of them that aren't going to have the innings at the end of the year or the quality starts throughout. throw out. But there's so many of those guys that, like, other than, like, the top 20 pitchers or something, there's, like, a huge bucket of guys. A huge bucket of guys that are going to get a few quality, you know, starts, but um, they sh- should be valuable in, in Ks and ratios, so... Yeah, I
0: like his team. I like his team. I gave his uh, offense
1: a C plus, and his pitching an A plus. So playoff team. 10. What's that? Playoff team. Uh, yes, I believe he was. Was he in the, uh, in the playoffs
0: last year? I think he got the six seed. He did. I think so. I could be wrong, but no, no. Uh, didn't your brother get the six seed? think my brother made
1: playoffs. I don't think he made playoffs. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at his offense, I, I gave him a C-plus, plus. I, I he probably could have been like a B-minus because although I don't like a lot of his hitters, they all do have like a good role, like Leo DiCavara, as you said, he's leading off, um, you know, they all, for the most part, they all have a good role. I don't know what Kevin Luck's what the plan is for him? Is he
0: starting right away, I think they're gonna mess with him because he's got Chris Taylor and they got Muncie. and they just the Dodge Dave Roberts just overcomplicates everything.
1: I know. Okay. Well,
0: then maybe forget what I just said about everyone having a, a solid role because <laughs> well, but he's got LeMahieu that he can slot in at second too, so.
1: But yeah, uh, If anyone else
0: has his team pulled up, uh, feel free to say anything because I didn't put a whole lot of time into um, looking at these. I would just like to uh, note that, Dustin, I agree that Tosca, Teoscar Hernandez is probably overhyped and uh, isn't going to live up to the draft. But the fact that you haven't looked at his projections... Nor 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 know where to find his projections, but disagree with the projections, is gotta be so I mean, my, why else would my... he be
1: in the sixth round. I would have him as like a sixteenth rounder. You know
0: what I mean? I'm just saying that you disagree with something that you well, know don't. Worst
2: part is he was spot on. Like he was like, oh, he's probably projected for like 30 home round's 33. <laughs> I start. He has to be to be to be rated that high. It's just crazy. You no, know,
1: all my um, projections that I have in my head are all, are all fancy bros, and I don't know if ESPN uses the same ones or not. But um, I didn't really looked at, other than just staring at my team with, with a shit-eating grin on my face. I didn't really spend a lot of time on ESPN website yet.
0: I just thought that was funny. I got a kick out of that. me, right? I'll find a, a find a way to argue about anything. Even it's with
1: myself that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you have Joel as well? Um, nope. No, I have Wayne. I think uh, Art was next, right? Oh,
0: no, right. Because but... Joel's... No, was Art next? I can't... It's impossible to follow with the draft because of... Uh, well, I, Wayne was I seven.
1: Okay, so Joel dressed to seven. Okay, no, I don't know who
0: has Joel. Ants. Uh, well, only four I have, of us. I have Joel. you guys ready for it? Um, when you are. Um, I'm ready.
2: Um, so, we all, I mean, we all talked about the obvious. He, he took three top pitchers with his first three picks. So, we kind of have to see where he's going with the strategy. And I kind of figured, you know, he's going to get quality starts. Maybe ratios if they, you know, stay down. Uh, K's are reachable because he he can stream a couple pitchers in those empty spots. So I'm thinking, you know, best case, he gets four out of five pitching categories, almost locked up. You know, going in. Um, but then you like you look where he went with the offense after that, and um, let me just pull up his team real quick. I just had on here. Um, Nelson Cruz at DH. So don't get me wrong, I love Cruz, and he's you know big power guy. But I feel like util, utility guy is locking up your versatility it's really early, especially if you don't have any. Uh, he's your first, you know, offensive player. Um, so then you look down and you, he keeps going on offense, which he had to do. Um, Yastrzemski, I know you guys really like him, and maybe I'm just bitter because he used to be an Oriole. But um, I'm not sold on him. Um, but... So then I was looking, he got Paxton all the way down in the 16th round. And uh, from what I was reading, my whole, like, one day of research uh, that I did before the draft, um, that he looks really good this spring and his velocity is up. Um, But then I thought to myself, you know, why does Joel need Paxton at this point? Um, He's got three top pitchers, unless he's, you know, setting himself up for, trade, which and I'll talk about later, um, he could have went with a guy like Lux, which uh, we were just hit on that he may or may not be in the lineup every day, but um, Hanniger was there, Jimenez, which we talked about, was there, um, just kind of to give him a little more offense, because I feel like he didn't need pitching at that point, um, but you know, that's just my take. I feel like his best pick was Jock Peterson, uh, you know, he's in Chicago now. He got him at 152 overall, and I feel like he could be a 30-yard run guy, you know, if the Cubs line up, if Rizzo hits and Bryant hits, like they usually do. Um, with Baez in there, you know, he could get 100-plus runs at the top of the lineup, and I think from what I was reading, he was batting, you know, second, I believe, and, um during the spring. Um, worst pick, I said Beaver, just because... I was mad that he took him before me. But also, <laughs> I mean, also that, like, I mean, we talked, we've, we're we going to talk about this probably all year long, about the Cole Beaver back-to-back, and, you know, I was, I talked with Dave so much about that, you know, 10th pick, and I was like, oh, Beaver has to drop, Beaver has to drop, and we were sold that Joel was taking Cole, and, you know, when I saw Beaver fly off the board first, I was like, what the fuck, like, how how is he not going to take cold now? And then he takes cold too. And I was like, well, shit. Like, this is uh, <laughs> throwing, like, the whole draft off for me because I was, you know, my whole thing was pitcher-hitter. And um, So I, I do feel like at some point Joel trades one of the two um, or Nola. Um, but, you know, if we all stick together, like Dustin said, and – um, kind of hold tight and don't trade with them. Then.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Hang
3: on, hang
2: on,
1: Dad. I'm <laughs> yeah, Uh, or I'm not playing.
4: Not be a thing.
0: This is not recorded I mean, collusion. There is no <laughs> recorded collusion here.
2: We we like trading. I should do
3: a one-man pack, not to trade with you. Guys. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. Um, if that to... is a legit thing. I, I'm not going to play if that is a legit
4: thing.
3: <laughs> I, will, I will say that <laughs> it's not. It's not legit.
2: It is smoke and mirrors. But um, we we have seen Joel go with the one, you know, one power pitcher and kind of do good with it. So we'll see what he does with the. Uh, three pitchers. Um, but I do, I do feel like he could have took Trey Turner, Yellich, and balanced out the team a little more. Um, but, I mean, who knows? We'll see how the strategy goes. I do think, like I said, he's going to trade one of those pitchers to somebody, and probably one of us three, um, even though we're not trading with him. It's not a, it's not a real thing, Joel. Don't worry. Um, but I, I did I. That was my outlook. Basically, it was Joel is going to trade for some trade some of his pitching for offense. I don't know where he's going to finish, but I know he's going to trade some of his pitching. I don't think you can go a whole season with those three pitchers and not have the offense that you need to compete. And that's just my take.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me. It's not even only that that he went those three pitchers. He also went Granky. Yeah. Picked up another yeah. spot, and it's like he kept on saying it's a you know it's a steal in the sixth round, but maybe in those mock drafts it is. But when all these offensive players are getting taken, you gotta get them, or else they are not gonna be there. Yeah. I thought that was crazy that he took Granky uh, when he did. Uh, not that I think Granky's a bad pitcher. I think he's fine, but you don't need him. He's probably gonna hurt your ratio, and mean, he's an excellent pitcher.
0: Yeah, I think there's – I think um, I, the offense isn't as bad as <clears throat> the strategy would lead it to be, I, I think. Um, with all the talk of him going pitching, 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 uh, it looks like he's going to have a 800 OPS uh, punting steals, which is you know kind of a normal Joel thing. Counting stats are going to be a little tough. Um, there's not a ton of power um, or a ton of runs. And RBIs, but I think you know there there's some light here. You know Gio Urshela always outperforms Paul DeJong. will have you know a good three weeks, um, then you can trade him to Princey. Um, and you never know a guy like Rowdy Telez if he can put together a whole season. Trey Mancini was a stud a couple of years ago. Um, now he comes back without a colon, so maybe he's a little faster. You just never know. I'm the only one that's allowed to make cancer jokes. So, um, you know, and a guy like Yastrzemski, I, I, everybody said easy money in the 10th round, right? That's kind of, I feel like I see that everywhere. Guy just puts up numbers and no one believes in him, um, And it's, you know, everybody that has ever been part of the Orioles um, organization is better somewhere else. So, yeah. Um, they're, they're just bitter down in B-more. Um, yeah, I, I think the offense is underrated. <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad it's not my offense, but um, I, I think it's going to be all right. I I I think that sometimes, you know, Joel's um, kind of, we have him pegged as the one ace and then a great offense. He's been doing that for a decade. And I, you know, I, I think there's a part of him that, um, thought that this would be a fun challenge to see if if he could go pitcher-pitcher and make it work. Uh, I know Dustin tried this a couple years ago. And that, One that, year I didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, so I every once in a while you get that itch and you're kind of like, I'm yeah. going to change it up this year. And uh, I, this looks like Joel's year. So I, I'm not counting him out. I'm sure that he will compete. It'll be interesting to see how he does it. anything else Joel you got any defense
3: Uh, no I mean I definitely wasn't planning on going a third pitcher in a row but um, I had Nola ranked probably like 19th or 20th and at 31 he just looked too good to pass up I was gonna if I didn't take him I would have taken Alonzo like we talked about Dave and Obviously, that would look good in my lineup with a you know a big bat there, but I don't know. I, I think it gives me some security. Um, you know, if Bieber Cole miss any time, and I mean, there's no way I'm streaming. You know, I, I don't need to stream, so I can stream hitters all year. Um, that's kind of my my thinking. You know, if, if there was going to be a year to just go pitching heavy and set your pitching lineup, and not have to worry about picking up a guy that's going to go maybe four innings, and this is, you know, getting to that point, and I was in a position to do it, so I figured I'll just try to stream some hitters, and um, I'll definitely have some days where I look at my lineup, and I'm free for 32, with a, you know, 268 OPS, but hopefully, I mean, I said during the draft, I have a bunch of Michael Brantleys, so, you know, if I can squeak out a couple of hitting categories, and categories most weeks then I don't know.
1: Might be there in the end. Who knows? Yeah, I think you're gonna have to probably trade at least a pitcher, maybe probably two. Um, but if you don't you will not lose a pitching category all year. You? You'll you win five every single time. But you're you're um you're a leader of their stack too. Absolutely stacked. Williams is
0: he's pretty awesome. I mean You don't think that your strategy against his team, Dustin, would... I think that he'll beat you in save holds. Well, that's me going on a limb, that he'd beat you in save holds when you're punting save holds. Um, Well,
1: I'm only going to do this for probably a couple weeks, too. I just wanted... uh, Probably when Wander Franco comes back, I'll just put together a uh, a relieving staff and and try to contend
0: a little bit. I'm just saying...
1: I want to see which pitch, which starters are going to be good, so I want to throw a couple extra darts and uh, I, it allows me to do that with some
0: haters too. So it's not going to be all year, but uh, yeah. I'm just saying that's how you compete against a fantastic rotation like yep. this is with volume. Not you can't. No one's going to be able to match this these pitching, so you kind of have to take yep. a different approach.
1: Yeah, I don't care how many starters you throw at it, too. I I still think his staff wins strikeouts. I mean, it
0: is just... I mean, they it, might it, win quality starts, too. You know, quality starts are going to be tough this year. This That's going to be a tough category. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. I I, I mean, i said before, but I, I thought we definitely should have played wins this year. Quality
1: starts are going to be insane. There's going to be like
0: three a week. <laughs> we'll see. All right, I think Art's up next. Who's got Art?
1: Uh, I do. And I, I think I like Arts the best out of all the teams that I did. I'm trying to think of who my third guy is. Oh, it was Dave. So, yes, I did. I like Arts' team the best out of everyone I did. Um, he, maybe he had, what did you say he had? Some roto wire uh, premium package? Maybe. Maybe we actually went against like a professional drafter here because this thing is loaded. He started off with Freddie Freeman, uh, went U Darvish, Clayton Kershaw, Josh Hader, which I guess is, uh, he had four, one, two, three. Holy shit, he had five, six rounders, and he had yeah. <laughs> holy he- shit. I, did, I literally just realized that he had five, six rounders. Okay, so he had, in the first round, he went Freddie Freeman. Second round, he went U Darvish. He did not have a third, so in the fourth round, he went Clayton Kershaw. And then no fifth, but five, six rounders. He went <laughs> Peter, Lynn, Kevin Biggio, Javier Baez, and Brandon Lau. That's, that's awesome. That's nuts. So, for his best pick, I had uh, Lance Lynn. I mean, I, I talked about um, there might be three quality starts a week. Lance Lynn's going to get two of them. That guy, for, to be in the sixth round, is just—I mean, for our league and a quality start league, he literally probably should have gone in like the third round. He is legit, and uh, he's a heavy guy. So I feel like some guys look at Lance Lynn like this freaking guy's out of shape. Screw this guy—he's forty years old. I see that guy and I'm like, that guy is durable. That guy and you could get hit, like a comeback or come back, hit him in the head he'd probably just graze off his awesome beard. He's a man. He's a man. I would love to have him on my team. So if Art does listen to this and he wants to get rid of some pitching, which he could afford to do uh, I would definitely like Lance on my team. Um, he got Javier Baez, so he's Team ranks up there in the pool meter. Um, very solid, very solid. Some, the one thing that stood out is he has two catchers. So his worst pick, I had Travis Darnell, who he took in
0: the 14th round, which was two picks ahead of Christian Vasquez. So he has four one two three, He had four 14th rounders. Two of them went catchers. Um, that was pretty... Sometimes you that, need a backup he, kicker. A right there. What's that? Sometimes you need a backup kicker. You know? <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. So, he's probably going to have to drop one of, those, one of those guys. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to trade for Maybe Christian Vasquez. Maybe... All right, if you're listening, trade with Christian Vasquez to Adam. And then, and then you're fine. He'll take any red Sock and he'll give you whoever you want. So that's probably what he's got to do he's uh, got um, Austin Hayes Ant, is he good or no uh Austin Hayes is great man yeah was
2: he he came up what halfway last year yeah I mean, he's like a Jesus speed guy but he he can hit for average he's not much of a power guy but his average
1: stays pretty high but okay he, well we don't we don't play average so that's great yeah well, I mean <laughs> Um, so, he took Austin Hayes in the 15th round. He took uh, what I'm calling his best pick in the 16th round, which is Aaron Hicks. If he legit, that's third for the Yankees. Uh, I'm going to be pissed. One, because I have every other Yankee and yeah, that's like the best spot for a fancy guy to hit. Um, so, but he'll probably get hurt in like three days, so that's all right. So, Aaron Hicks in the 16th round was big. Mark Canna in the 18th round. That seems very late. That's pretty good. That seems like where uh, Teoscar Hernandez belongs. Um, Nathan Yuvaldi. Who knows? You know, he looks good this spring. He's showing some heat. Um, yeah, a very, a very good team. And I was wondering why it was so solid, and it's because of all of those six rounders. It's crazy. Cause I was looking at him like. He's got plenty for you, Darvish, but no one else really, really stands out. And so I, I was thinking maybe you really, really reach for Josh Hader, but it's just that he had so many six-rounders. That's crazy. Um, he did get Alex Verdugo, who people seem to be high on. I will never admit to liking him. Um, but if he does hit
0: like two and out, I don't know. Does anyone know where he's hitting? Is we know. Or well, we know. We no, leading Kike's leading off. Where Dugo's hitting second.
1: Well, uh, what happened to the Boston Sox? Well, Who's Ki- leading off?
0: Kike. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: And, I, and I do like Kike. You go from Mookie Betts to Ben and Tendi? know.
0: Uh, Kike you know, is the number nine... That, What's K- that? Kike is the number nine overall best-selling jersey in Major League Baseball. large family I'm gonna avoid any um, racial um, <laughs> mentions here he he... so
1: they, they
0: they I'm going to avoid any racial <laughs> comments in this moment <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> moving on okay because um, there, there's a lot of uh, um, people in this pod who you know don't look like us that'll be listening, um, you know, and probably have differing views. <laughs> yeah. Um, my tablet died, so I, I can't look at
1: anyone off the team. And I didn't write any notes or do anything, so that
0: is all. Oh, who yeah. do you have? You <laughs> do you have anybody left?
1: I have you left. Oh, no. I'll put it on speakerphone, and I'll look on my phone. Because you, you deserve something special.
0: Here. All right. Whatever. Um. Oh, am I up next? Damer. Damer. That's me. Were you good there, uh, Dus? What's that? Were you good with... Uh your review of art you you're a big fan yeah
1: yeah i think so just uh welcome to the league art let's uh let's have some fun don't be afraid to trans- me, trade me lance lynn and then we're all good
0: um art if you are listening don't trade hater to dustin um and also we welcome you with open arms into the don't trade with joel pack so <laughs> Hold
3: the
0: line. Not funny. <laughs> so, if you if you'd like uh, the official membership patch, you just let us know. <laughs> All right, I got I got some hot takes on Damer. Now, he, if you remember, during the draft, he said he was doing the Bob Hardy, and what the Bob Hardy is is he's in a the Hall Family League. What it is is he he—he just goes best available and generally just follows ADP to a T and just takes the guy at the top of the list and just competes for championships every year. And the reason being is, you know, we mentioned it during the draft, but we all think we're so smart, but these guys are ranked for a reason and they're in their positions for a reason. And, you know, maybe there's a little preference between like five spots, but I know that I'm guilty of jumping rounds and all that. And so what Damer did was legitimately, he just was like, I'm going to take best available all the way through this draft. And this, as constituted, is a playoff team. And I, I think Damer um, is going with the same... He's kind of in that same camp as uh, Zach, you know Is there gonna be too many changes to this roster? Probably not Um, But if you start out with a really good roster, you might be able to hold on Um, Let's go through this So my boy Trey Turner I think this is the first time anyone's taken Trey Turner in the first round other than me and you know, so he this was a he wasn't doing it to spite me, but it hurt. This hurt, hurt my feelings. Um, then he took Machado, Machado second, and I realized that he just wants to hurt everyone's feelings. Um, he, you know, he was just going to go on a war path of taking everybody's guys. Um, again, he's just going best available here. I don't even think he wanted Machado. Um, Bichette at thirty-three. I I feel like that's an unpopular pick. Um, I'm not that big of a fan there, but he was ranked high because he, you know, they they're projecting that he's going to put together a 23-23 season with 80-80. I mean, you do that with 800 OPS and you're pretty solid. You're you're looking like a, you know, Trey Turner puts up about 15 more steals than that, but uh, you're kind of in that category. If if he if he can live up to that, then. Uh, Bouchette's an underrated stud. He's kind of one of those weird, overrated, ADP, underrated, if he or I guess it means he has potential. Whit Merrifield, I feel like this is kind of the Sam um, issue where there's a little redundancy now. Uh, Trey Turner, Bo Bichette, Whit Merrifield, and even that, his next guy is Catel Marte. There's a lot of speed there and not a lot of power. Um, I think Cattell is going to have to bounce back. I'm actually a huge fan of his. And Damer had him back when he was a stud in 2019. So there was a my guy pick there. Um, in between that, he grabbed Flaherty in the fifth with just around the 57th pick. It, maybe the strategy to putting a great team together is actually just taking the pitchers as they fall to you. I know I just kept on going over pitching. And he got Flaherty in the fifth at 57, Maeda at 81, which is a ridiculous steal. That That's a failure for everybody in the league for not taking that, him before. He was so good last year. And I, I know that we never really saw it in L.A. because they had that crazy contract where he wasn't allowed to pitch enough innings to actually get any escalators, and the Dodgers just suck, but... He was every bit as good as advertised last year. And then Strasburg followed up. So he's the, that's a nice trio of pitching that he didn't have to pay up for. Um, so really happy with what he had at that point. Um, it got a little weird late. Like I, I feel like you know, Sonny Gray in the t- ninth round is probably a little bit of a reach. I'm a big fan of his, but... Um, He's already got a back issue, and he really struggled down the stretch last year. And you kind of wonder if maybe that was the real Sonny Gray. L- Loriano, uh, he got some value there because he had a tough year last year. Charlie Morton was fantastic last year. That's his number four or number five star pitcher. That's a nice, deep rotation. This is the type of rotation that um, you're going to have to have against like a Joel because... Uh, you need, you need the volume to be able to put up quality starts and K's because these guys probably aren't going to be as elite in ratios, but got a lot of K's there, maybe some quality starts, um, just a really nice deep rotation. He picked back-to-back Orioles in Ryan Mountcastle and Anthony Santander. I, I mean, maybe I don't know anything about the Orioles, I, which is pretty likely Castle, I know that he's a pretty good prospect, but they have him in as 25 bombs and 85 RBI. Pretty solid. I don't even know if I would have drafted this guy. Um, Santander, they have his 30 bombs and 96 RBI. I, I feel like Santander got the Yastrzemski value, and I know Yastrzemski for some reason, but I don't know Santander. So, um, And then he went CJ Crone, which is... Way too early, but the dude's gonna hit 30 bombs. Um, what I was saying earlier about how it got weird late, there's some like uh, Joaquin Soria, I don't know what we're gonna get out at Randall Grychuk, you see him playing every day. Um, Anthony Bass, I think, is gonna be like kind of like the third relief pitcher for the Marlins. Um, Fletcher, he's kind of a solid middle, uh, middle infielder guy, but and he's all right if you have a hole there but Damer doesn't I don't think Fletcher is starting so it's kind of like a he's kind of like a hole filler like Cesar Hernandez but he's not a good bench guy if that makes any sense I don't know I just really I like what he's got going on here I feel like he let um, the rankings kind of dictate what he's going to do and ended up with a really nice rotation as uh, uh, relief pitchers are so-so, so I'll give them B-plus slash A-minus pitching. And uh, I'm actually going to give B-plus for offense. I, I got no issues here. I I don't know about the who these Orioles are. Um, and if you draft a, a ton of speed, you probably lose a little bit in the power department. But So let's go with the B-offense, B-plus pitching. And, I, I mean, that sounds like a playoff team to me. Well,
3: he did get
0: some uh, pitching value there, huh? Yeah. I I think
3: I think Clarity was the highest like value pick of the whole draft.
0: Yeah, in the right fifty-seven. That
3: just doesn't. To me, he's like a. I
0: don't know, thirty-five-ish kind of. Well, that's a pretty big jump. Yeah, but I think ADP. Maeda should have gone forty picks before him, not before Clarity. Yeah. I would take my Because my gets that uh, quality stars too. So I, I'm not a big Strasburg guy, but I mean to catch him at nearly pick 90. I mean those are the picks that you're. I mean not like Joel, he doesn't need that, but a guy like, like my team, I mean, to pick up one one of those guys right there would have been huge. It, just really good value. I think he he just crushed value with like his first 15 picks, and it really shows. I, a lot of depth here um his middle infielder is his strength you know that's a tough position to fill this year and he's got Merrifield Turner Bichette and Marte it might even be over the top except that he can put like Merrifield in the outfield you know um Marte is going to play in the outfield so there's some flexibility there too so you know I just like it I think he's got a good squad here I think it's Week in, week out, he's going to compete.
2: Yeah, Sounded very solid.
0: All right, now it's Ants.
2: Yes, I had uh, Adam, which. So I pulled up his team, and I didn't realize it during the draft, so I'm like. It's
0: not Adam. This is your yeah, pick. It's not Adam.
2: No, it's. it's, oh, it's me. And his team, right? My team.
0: No. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah, is. Do what you gotta do. No, I'm ten. It's me. No, I'm ten. I was ten. I picked that was that's what I traded with Damer. Or with Dustin.
3: True. Oh yeah.
0: Dave ten. Yeah. Any it's it's me and it's Adam. That's the final three. However you wanna do it, sir.
1: I want you outside uh... Ants, yeah, so I want you to do um, Adam, and then I want to work
0: together to uh, roast Dave's team. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ant's team has to get in there, too. Who's reviewing Ant's team?
1: i do Ant's team. I think Joel has me.
0: Okay, that all yeah, works yeah. for well, me. We'll,
1: we'll, do, we'll do Dave last. Okay. So so we so do we do you... Ant's
2: now? Yeah, go ahead. Do me first.
0: This is going to take a week's worth of car drives for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, best pick for Ants uh,
3: I talked before. I thought it a story. Um, and starting Yellow story. Obviously, great stars there. Um, I also mm-hmm. thought, uh, how do you say it? Diwali? Diwali? Cleveland pitcher? Yeah. Yeah. Um, great pick there at 191. Um, if you look at his numbers, because I had him last year, his last game, he gave up eight earned runs and 10 hits. So I think anybody looking at his stats last year, probably, you know, that really inflated his numbers. Um, he's another guy that it just seemed like they kept him in sometimes almost too long, but he, you know, he might outpitch what he's projected for as far as, as, far as quality starts. to get out of him but i guess a big prospect and, and somebody that could be you know a very solid bat um so great value at 203 the worst pick i had was and this is kind of a preference to me i thought you you reached for robert at uh, at 35 i know it's not uh, you know crazy or anything like that it's uh you know he could definitely be a 30 a 30 type guy um I guess when I was looking at you know kind of how you, you started putting your team together and Yelich to me is, is a little risky so uh, you're kind of doubling down on that same type of risk with a, with a 30-30 guy so um, but I think that's just a preference I, I'm not particularly high on, on Robert so he, he could very well pan out there um, overall I, I like the lineup uh, obviously when you go Yelich Story, you know, you you're gonna have a a pretty solid foundation there. I love my guy Goldie. Uh, Robles could be a great pick. Uh, He hasn't been, you know, what he's been advertised as a prospect, but uh, I know, you know, I've seen write-ups where they're really talking him up, and you know, could he get to a hundred runs if he keeps the leadoff job all year? So, um, and then who knows what you're gonna get out of a ton, you know. He looks like basically the best hitter um, in, in all of spring training. So, um, and it looks like Madden's going to possibly play him when he pitches even. So, you'll have a decision to make there that will be interesting. You know, if you're on Sunday and uh, maybe down a runner or two and don't necessarily need K's or something, if you can potentially start him as a hitter and not a pitcher even when he's pitching. So, uh, I have your, your hitting as a B overall. But, uh, above average. Uh, certainly, that could be, you know, B plus, A minus if, if Robert and some of these other guys uh, really pan out. Uh, for your pitching, I had as a C, uh, you got my boy Scherzer, so um, really like that. Berrios is good, solid, uh, high ERA, With guy. Uh, you know, he, he'll get you K's, he'll probably get you good quality starts. Um, he's on the higher end of the ratios, um, I like uh, Tavali, so I'm going to say it from now on, um, and then it, it kind of drops off from there, you know, looking at uh, the guys like Means, um, Jameson Tyon, I don't know what he's going to do in Yankee Stadium coming back from the injury, um, Annie Anderson could give you some nice depth and certainly some K's, but um, he's a little bit of an unknown being a younger player, so... That's what I have I I have you as a B uh, B minus overall um, really solid hitting and then you know some question marks with the depth of the pitching.
1: Those are my thoughts. I feel like um, I feel like answers team
0: is the one team that I would swap straight up for. I think you have the grossest. Uh, bullpen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of anybody that I, I has I'm a bullpen zero, going. Zero basically. You have three uh, guys with an over 1.3 whip. <laughs> projected. You don't like uh, Ian Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime <laughs> that you can get a guy, you know, projected for a 5 ERA and a one three eight whip, you got to slot him in there. <laughs> I mean, if he's closing for Texas, you, I mean, he's fine. I, I don't think he's five ERA bad. I just think it's funny that the projection system hates your, your bullpen whip. Your whole team. I mean, Scherzer is awesome, but like, uh, Means and Barrios are kind of whip guys too. So like, you're kind of like punting whip. That's kind. Of, that's kind of like a fun thing to. <laughs> you're like fuck it. Well, base runners all day. Yeah.
3: Sounds like a frustrating team to watch from the, from the pitching.
0: You oh. You can
3: sit there and, and sweat guys on base all all season.
2: I'll take the six runs and three earned runs uh, quality start. That's right. <laughs> if someone told me to
1: take a guy that was drafted outside the um, second round, past the second round, that would end up being a like a top three pick next year, um, Robert would be my guy. I think it, this guy is the limit for that guy.
3: Yeah. Doesn't he strike out too much,
0: though? Kyle Tucker is like, better. He's
1: like, it's like nine years old. Of course he's going to strike out. He's nine years old, but he's built like Frank Thomas. Give that guy, like, I don't know, what do you do? 200 at bats? Not even, probably. Probably 150 at bats last year? I mean, what kind of sample size is that? I think you give that guy a year. Either if either it's way worse and he never recovers, or he figures it out, and he's just, like, amazing. Because he's, he's going to steal like, a shit ton of bats this year, too. He's like Montesquieu. Like, uh, we had this conversation last year, too, modesty or, or Robert. I think it's
0: insane to draft
1: Montesquieu over Robert.
0: I mean, he uh-huh. didn't even... He, Mondesi went two rounds later than him, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, Mondesi I went I mean, 40 no, 45. Five it was 12 year. picks.
1: Or my argument with Sam was he, he thought Mondesi was better.
0: Well, Mondesi was better last year. Only,
1: uh, well, yeah, he really fell off. Yep. As soon as we said that, Mondesi caught fire, and Luis Robert never hit
0: a, another ball. Yep, that's very true. But. No, I would, I mean, I I think Robert is definitely better than Mondesi. I I hope that wasn't the actual. Last year, Um, I wasn't going to take a rookie over Mondesi. And when Mondesi gets on fire like that over a short season, he can come out really valuable. The problem is he gets hurt. You know, you get they both have major strikeout issues, so like it can just bomb you when they're not hitting, putting the ball, batting the ball. It hurts, you know, because neither of them going to take a walk. So they, I mean, they can steal some bases, but you know, you can't steal first. That's my only problem with Robert. I agree that you know this dude. If he hangs up in the top part of the lineup, um, which might be tough. Uh, you know, he puts up 100 runs. Yeah, he could he could do like Charlie Blackman, right? Like the prime Charlie Blackman. Except he just doesn't... He, uh, he strikes out too Except much. His OPS. Yeah, his OPS is going to be 750 instead of yeah. 900. Yeah, I mean, the potential's there. He's a monster. Like, he's a great... He's a... I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his, but... I feel like he's panned out as a prospect, if that makes sense. You know, we've seen a lot of prospects come up and they're just not doing it. And this guy came up, he was pretty good last year, considering like Joe Adele came up and he didn't do anything. Or how many prospects that like Carter Keboom, guys like that, are coming up and not doing anything. So, you know. He
1: came up and he was literally my best player on my team. And then he. Never hit another ball Like Pitchers figured him out And he just Never made an adjustment Like he was So good And then So bad There was No in between So even if he's like Evens out that So bad Just to like A tolerable level He is He's gonna be
0: Fucking awesome The numbers the, Every number is gonna be that Believe me It was
1: Deals, Home runs it, it, I think it Really really
0: good It was It was glorious watching him go down the player raider and Mondesi go up. I think that that...
1: I have never put my foot in my mouth so much, ever. Like, as soon as we said that, thank God no one took me on the bet, I would have thrown 500 bucks on it. I would have, whatever. I was so confident. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but going forward, he's going to make the adjustments. He's got all the coaching, all the... everything he could ever use to get better he, and with that raw skill he's gonna prick him he, he'll be uh he'll be a top five pick at some point in the next couple of years
0: agree to disagree moving on uh it's adam all right well, i had adam
2: um and i was looking so when i first looked at his team i was like Oh, he, he actually didn't do too bad and then I like keep scrolling down and I'm like, Wait, Zach Allen was his first pitcher that he picked.
0: Pitching's overrated. He
2: has a fractured forearm. And I was like, It can't be good with a fractured forearm. So then I was looking again and I see he took Luke Boyd, too, who just got injured not too long ago and I'm like, okay, either he auto drafted or he just doesn't care about, you know, the first couple month injuries I mean boy only going to be out what like a month or so two months um but then I think too I look and I'm like wow he also took two relief pitchers back to back uh Hendricks and Chapman so then I was like man it does Corbin is solid and Strowman is okay, but they're both, you know, high ratio guys. Um, I don't know. I just don't think his pitching is going to compete. Uh, as I said, offensive wise, he has some power and his OPS is in good shape, but um, average and stolen or uh, average is going to dip, which will bring the OPS down, and uh, stolen bases are going to be tough. Um, so just looking at his team, player-wise, I mean, his offense is pretty good, but Rambuto, Guerrero, Renato, uh, Lindor, who I don't know if you guys just got the alert, he signed a 10-year, $341 million, I think it was, contract. I didn't see that. No, you. Yeah. and 340 And 340
1: Wow.
3: Yeah. Crazy money. Uh,
2: also, too much much for him. Why is too much, Chad, much for him? That's way too much for him. Chadman also uh, has a suspended thing on him, which I don't know why His little is he suspended for the end of the year?
0: Two games. yeah.
2: Two games, okay, gotcha. I do like um he grabbed Mackenzie Gore late and everything I was reading about him is he's gonna be pretty good, um but the projections don't even look like that, so he's one of those like flyer guys. Uh, for best what's pick,
0: what's Does anyone know if he's um, in the rotation or if he got sent down? He got sent down. Uh, he didn't yeah, make the team. He got
2: sent down I mean, they're only projecting him for seventy six innings.
0: More John is the fifth starter. More John. That could be a good uh, guy
2: to pick up to see you can change your team name to something around that. Use your imagination.
3: Um, sorry, sorry. Real, real quick, sorry. I was going to say, uh, real quick. It's funny that they put this in the Lindor write up that it's his extension is one million dollars more than uh, Tatis's. <laughs> <laughs> so he, or you know, he must have just said, "I want you know that," or "I want more than that." <laughs> that's, so that's, that's why it's three
0: forty one. Three yeah. forty one. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> similarly, uh, Trent Williams. Signed the deal To get over Bakhtiari's Average yearly by 100,000 So he makes (laughs) 20.1 million As opposed to 20 million
3: uh, Tetis was 12 years And I think Lindor is 10 years right?
0: Yeah so Pretty close That's a lot of money
2: for Lindor um, yeah, back to Adam's team, so He took the, like, always underrated, like, Nisakis, who I feel like he's always drafted outside the top 100 He always will give you, like, a, you know, 875 OPS, you know, 35 homers, maybe, 100 RBIs, maybe Um, and, you know, he's gonna get, he has second base eligibility, I believe, right?
0: Yeah. Uh he plays yeah. he plays I second base.
2: First base, so and he's gonna get third base, I think. Isn't he playing third?
0: No, he's playing second. is <laughs> at short and third is India. Okay. Oh no, maybe no, maybe Mustafa is moving back to third and India is moving to second. That's, yeah, yeah,
2: I thought, thought I read something that he was moving back to third.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
2: Yeah. I, I got swore I was playing short. Yeah. That's gonna be some crazy eligibility left for Mustafa's second, first, third, he got quarter infield, middle infield, move him all around. Um, worst pick, I did say was Gallon. Um, it's just hard to see how a pitcher comes back from a fractured forearm, I mean, and he's the number one, his number one starting pitcher, like first draft is starting pitcher. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what the deal is with that. <laughs> um, so you think he just didn't know about Boy and Gallon? I feel, I feel like it, right? Like, I feel like, you yeah, I had to not have known. Because what, what does this say for uh, Gal? I, Gal? and I, T- think was only, I think they
3: were only talking about three weeks for Void. Oh, really? I don't know. For it.
0: Well, um, I, I actually I mean, don't have a problem with either of those two guys, except that then why did you grab Cindergaard? Yes, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, not that your twenty-fifth round matters, but I mean, if you already filled your up your IL, there's just you don't generally want to fill up your IL by the eleventh round, <laughs> ideally. Especially not. not
1: just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they
2: all get drafted up. Especially, Gowan doesn't even have a timetable for return. It says so. Before he did couple weeks, I just looked. Like, they said he should be up late April. Um, but still, like, you're drafting injured players, so it's risky. Who knows if they have a setback or something, you know? Um, but as far as overall outlook, I said that I feel like his team's going to start out down five categories every week. And that being stolen bases, quality starts, K's, whip, and ERA. So playing catch-up, you know, isn't quite... A good recipe for success, and I predicted him into the bottom three for this year. Um,
1: what division is he in?
2: I don't even know. I think I—I I think he's in our division. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, nope, I'm wrong. He's in the other division.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: He's in the Ball Stars.
0: Yeah, the Ball Stars. The Ball
2: Stars. <laughs> uh, is that really what you named it, Dave?
0: I didn't Joel did. Oh, they <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Um, Ant, you're gonna have some a team named now. Division.
2: Our uh, division name is the Grinches Group. The Grinch's group? Okay. That's that's I, Joel as well, I believe.
3: I did name
1: them, Yep. You don't with it. I
0: like it. The Ball Stars representing. Ball Stars,
1: that's fantastic. <laughs> Dave's last, last but not least. Yeah. Yep, well, all right. I'm going to go on speakerphone. Go for it. All right. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. Well, I looked, I was looking at his team real quick, and I just jotted down like a best and a worst, and I already regret it because I put worst uh, Eugenio Suarez, and thinking that, you know, if he moves to short, then it's going to be more responsibility. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe it takes away from his hitting. And I wasn't even thinking that now Suarez has shortstop eligibility and is going to be a monster at shortstop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like shortstop's a thin position. I feel like there was like, you know, 15 really good ones or something, but then it, like, dropped off pretty Quick. But, uh, you add him to the min, and he is right up there. I mean, it, like, if he does hit, and which, all signs point to power there. I mean, he is, he's a really good hitter. He's a professional hitter. And, uh, if, so if you can get him that shortstop eligibility, that, that's going to be huge. Dave, do you already have a, a few shortstops on your team?
0: I got, um... I have Correa now. That can play short as well.
1: Okay, so you you think you might trade one of those guys? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, knowing
0: you, he just called Suarez T- Torres, right? I I was like, how the hell did you sneak Glaber into this? Um, you know, everybody's up for trade, right? Yeah, that um that that could be very interesting.
1: You might you might get some for him. Um, from like Zach or somebody Yeah, the was, I got stuck I got stuck in my draft I didn't even draft a, a middle infielder because I was expecting more people to be there and then it kind of dried up and I was going hey, I'll just pick someone up so there are still a couple guys up there that are worthy of being on a team but Suarez I think it's a mix that's very interesting um, so he might have just gone from the worst to the best pick uh, <laughs> in my head <laughs> <laughs> but before him, I had uh, Pete Alonzo. You got him in the third round. I was, I would have been all in on him in, in the fourth when it came to me. Um, instead of Glass now, he, he, hits, he hits balls a long ways, and that's a lot of fun. Those are the type of guys you want on your team. Um, and he hits a lot of them. I, be, I believe in that rookie year. I believe all of it. Even last year, was like a down year, and I still feel like he had like 14 bombs. Um, I also had Ian Anderson as one of your best picks, because I was eyeing him, too. His ratios were fantastic last year. And in this year, where I, I'm kind of like almost punting quality starts, um, he, he was certainly on my radar. Um. So, running down your picks, you started off the draft with Cody Bellinger and Jose Ramirez, and then Kyle Tucker, Pete Alonso, Eugenio Suarez, Jordan Alvarez, Max Muncy, Yohan Moncada,
4: Reese Hopkins, Ian Happ. That's a lot of hitters. <laughs> that
1: is a lot of hitters. And they're all pretty damn good. You almost, uh, I don't know if anyone else saw the GIF of his home run. I don't know, maybe two, three days ago in spring training, he hit a, a moonshot. And it was a Ken Griffey f swing. It literally looked like Ken Griffey Jr. And uh, I really regretted not getting a piece of him because it was so smooth. It was so, so much fun to watch. And um, literally like a number one prospect for a few years. I don't know if he's still going to be stealing bases, but who knows where he hits in that lineup now, too. It might be three, might be four. He is going to be prime for a huge year. Reese Hoskins, plenty of bounce back in that guy. Ian Happ, he was one of those uh, sneaky guys that I was hoping to get. I, I wanted to name my team name the Half of Turtles. Um, I really like him. He went Tommy Stamp, so if you, if you want him, he's there.
0: Just in case you're looking there, Ants.
1: So, Dave, how do you feel about your starters? Do you feel like you're okay? Right now, I don't know if you... You must have picked up a, a few, but you had Zach Wheeler. You drafted Sandy Alcantara. Joe Musgrove, who who is a huge K guy. Um, if he puts it all together, then he could be
2: like a number two starter. So... He, he, so... He dropped. What? half your starting pitchers are
0: going to be dropped. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think that Alcantara and Zach Wheeler average, like, you know, over six innings to start. I don't think that I'm going to be um, favored in ratios any week. Um, I think I have a nice bullpen. I think the guys that I have are pretty solid. Um, Save holds, you know, I'll be able to – I currently have two dead spots with the roster you're looking at. Tomorrow I'm going to be able to put two guys on the injured list. So I'll have two more spots. Um, But So I think my save holds will be fine. My ratios are going to be very average. I'm probably middle of the pack. I don't think they're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be great. I'm going to have to stream, certainly. Um, But I, I feel like my offense can carry me to... I'm going to compete in all five categories in offense every week. I, I don't think that I have a categorical offensive weakness, so yeah. I
3: feel like you have by far the best lineup. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I don't think
0: it's even close. So I think with that start, then I then if I'm competing in pitching, you know, I hopefully early in the week, maybe I if I get blown up on Tuesday, then I stream like crazy. Or if I say you get a good 20 innings in on Monday, then maybe I take it light with relievers. You know, I'm going to have to play some strategy pitching wise. But if my starting, if I had Carrasco right now, right, with Wheeler, Alcantara, Musgrove as my four, and then streaming off of that, I'd be all right. I'm not going to try to convince you that. My starters are great. I'm not gonna say that I'm in the top half. My starting pitching rotation is in the top half of the league, not even close. But Carrasco coming, if he comes back and he's good, that's a big boost for me. Um, and I think that you know I can stream all right. So you know I'll probably uh, rely heavily on relief pitching and you know some streaming to get me a category or two. If I do that, then you know I'm looking at like, you know, a pretty good chance at getting six, seven categories every week. I think my offense is going to carry me, obviously, and I mean that's how I drafted. So yeah, I, mean, I feel like yeah. you and I have
3: like exact opposite teams.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's
3: like I feel about my lineup the way you feel about your pitching. And
0: yeah, I vice versa. No, I agree, and I said the same thing about your offense, right? I I said it's right. it's not. It's not terrible. There, there's, there's competition there. Occasionally, you're going to compete in some of those hitting categories. And so I, yeah. I don't think that I... My pitching is definitely not... You're not going to look at every week and be like, well, I'm going to run over this guy. If I get the right matchups, i oh. will be all right. I think right Eight weeks or something, and now they think it's more like four. Yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna. He's a injury risk that is injured. I, I, I think it was worth a gamble to scoop him up, but I don't. I'm not counting on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. but I think that that'll be a big boost. You know? Yeah, I like what you're doing with the injured players. There, you picked up Valdez. That's um, it's a nice little touch. I see what you're doing over there. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll be right. I mean, I I don't even know Logan Webb and Trevor Rogers. I don't even know who these bums are. But they had huge spring trainings, and they got nice week one matchups. That's what I'm going to try to do every week, right? That's what, when you're streaming, you try to just find the nice matchup with some bum that (laughs) maybe can, you know, squeeze out some decent innings. This is the longest... Your offense
1: graded as an A plus, and your pitching graded as a C.
0: Completely agree. Yeah,
1: I'd say the same. Yep. You know?
0: I can't wait till. Hey, Good. Who are you going to take? Who are you thinking about taking besides,
3: like, on that fourteen fifteen? Were you? Did you took Bellinger
0: first? I was gonna were you thinking about not taking uh, Ramirez. I was gonna take Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, man. That's that's what I wanted. That's why I had pegged in for I three know, weeks. I
3: know, but when it, when it came to you, and you were finally you you were like thinking about it for a
0: while. Trevor Story was the the third one. Yeah.
3: Okay. The Trevor Story in, instead of Bellinger or instead of Ramirez.
0: Bellinger. I think Jose Ramirez warts you know without Lindor is scary but I mean he's got to be one of the top 30 30 guys right I mean even when he was oh, yeah. absolutely miserable that one half of the season there he's still at 30 stolen bases that year like I when I had
3: the 11 I I
0: Yeah, so I thought he was an automatic at that fourteen, fifteen. I mean, and that's one of those that was nice where to have your guy drop, right? You know, I was like, oh no, I no, it's not the guy I I pegged for, but I mean, (laughs) shucks, I have to take Jose Ramirez, who everybody thought I was going to take at like seven. Right. Yeah. So, and I made the only trade post-draft of the season, and I traded for my pitching for more hitting. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hate it, though. I don't
1: hate it one bit. Pitching is going to be, like, you, can, you go at pitching one of two ways this year. You either go the Joel route, and you go take safe, safe, safe and, and don't touch it, or you just go
0: balls to the wall, and, and you're, you're juggling all year. Yeah. And so, if you're gonna do that, you
1: might as well have a stack lineup, and you got it, man.
0: I think I I'm all in on Mancada. Like no one's a bigger fan of his than me. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is to see what the hell Jordan Alvarez is gonna be this year. Like yeah, those projections are crazy. Crazy, like they. his well, that is projection. 82, 35, 35 one ten, with a nine twenty-nine OPS. So they believe in him, month? Yeah, I wonder how many games that's in. Last, I mean, so he had eight at bats last year and he had a home run. <laughs> I had him in two thousand nineteen and he was unbelievable. Yeah, he, I don't. You know, it's he's a nice luxury to have because I don't need him per se. But imagine, imagine if he's the best version of himself on this offense. <laughs> Oh, boy, boy. look at
2: that!
0: No, oh, it is. Wow. Well, happy opening day, gentlemen. This is the longest podcast I've ever recorded. Hopefully, it saves correctly and uploads well. Yes. Um, is there anything else we want to add? What do? Who do you think? You looked at the rosters. We just went through everything. Do we got playoff teams? Do we got winners? What are we doing?
1: Same as
0: every It's going to be Dave, Joel, me, and uh, The people oh, on the, the the only champions in the league? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would tend to agree that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, um, I think Dave's favorite to win, I would say right now. I put yeah. our team is favorite to win. Um, I feel like I'm a big question mark.
0: This year. Which helps my favoritism. It definitely helps. It definitely helps my odds that you question.
1: I think I think Dustin's up there. I think Dustin's like a,
3: you know, a, in some degree a poor man version of your team, Dave.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree or, completely. Or, or,
3: or I should say, a, a slightly lesser version of your team.
0: It's a shorter version. It is. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't, I
1: don't, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I really, uh, I don't think I did myself too many favors with my, my pre-draft trades. Yeah. What's so, your
3: strategy going to be next year? Like, what did you learn from this year? From the my, trades, are you guys going to be less active? Next year, I am going to
0: just get a high pick from the get-go so I don't have some trades for it. My strategy was to get as many picks before the 6th as possible. So, you'll see that I I had 2 4, I had 7 picks through the first 59 picks. So, it it was painful going from 60 to 87 not picking, but I felt like I'd have a really nice core at that point. And then when I got to 87, I still was able to get Moncada and Hoskins and I was through the roof. So, but yeah, so that's what I tried to do was consolidate as many picks in the top, you know, I I got five in the top 40. So that was at, at pick 39, I already had Ballinger, Ramirez, Tucker, Alonzo and Suarez. 39 picks in so that was a pretty good start pretty happy with that yeah yeah definitely i mean i i feel like if with your team if at 31 if you had alonzo i think we'd have a different i know there's a lot of other movement after it right there's a lot of things that change based on if you take an alonzo or a hitter instead of nola you know um Balanced out a little bit better. But it's funny how you and I, we both committed to our, we're like, no, I'm staying here. I'm going down this road. This is the way it's going. You know, neither of us swerved back for balance. Right. No, yeah. You could,
3: uh, yeah, that's why I said it's such a mirror image because you could say, okay, you know, you should have taken Kyle Tucker, you should have taken
0: Enola type. Well, we just talked about Jordan Alvarez, right? At 58, okay. So at 58, I could have... Let's see. So that is the fifth round. So instead of Alvarez, I could have taken... I guess there wasn't any pitchers to those. Like Hayter went after that. Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn would have been a great addition. Um, Yeah. I probably would have been reaching a little bit for Burns or Ryu. But those are still... I could, Ryu, you could take him in the fifth and that's not too bad. I mean, he's been fantastic. You know what, I, I you guys screwed up my draft completely. I had Otani going in the sixth originally if I had drafted my guys as I wanted to because my plan was that, well, if I'm not going to take pitching, at least one of my hitters pitches. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> You're hitting so good that you have the best so that yeah, was my plan. Was your first bombs. That was my plan, was to, you know, well, maybe I don't have a whole pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we all planned on taking Otani. <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling the is just so high. I think every baseball fan is rooting for Otani. He's just, it's just fun. Yes. Yeah.
4: He's good
3: if you watch him. I had him two years ago when he came back to the Tommy Johns. It was just a hitter. Yeah. And he still faces. Yeah. He goes off-o. I
0: mean, he is just... He's, he's he's look like he's he looks like a player. Yeah. He looks... Yeah. He looks like the stud like high school player or college player that's just, you know, so much better than everyone else. Like, he's so comfortable. Right. Right. He can just do everything. Like, he... He like doesn't fit in because he just he's like good at every, everybody's kind of just like oh yeah well I specialize in this and he's like oh I can do that you know like I'm just waiting right. next year for him to be like yeah I picked up a knuckleball because I was bored.
1: Yeah. yeah, they, yeah they, they, he, could, he could be a first on next year. Ball.
0: Yeah in the off season he's like doing bicycle kicks and stuff maybe he picks up lacrosse. Yeah he's
1: like Maddie
0: yeah good at everything the only the only nice thing we said about maddie all night all right on that note time to go to bed man yeah hey good luck today um none of you are going against me right i'm going <laughs> to end, yeah, me and Dustin, uh... i'm going against adam so good luck to all of you guys on your matchups i look forward to beating you in future matchups and we will do this again
3: it was a pleasure.
0: Sounds good. Good time. All right, gents. All right. <laughs>